what's going on there? How y'all doing today? I hope everybody's having a wonderful time. <laughs> All right, welcome to Let's Talk on Blonde Talk Radio. I am your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right, I'm here and you're here. So let's have some fun. All right. All right, so let's talk some things. All right. First, if you want to be part of the show, no problem. Just give me a call. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me at blessedgmail.com. And also, you can stop by the show webpage at ericlesstalk.com. Um, and there's the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I got distracted there. All right, there's also a, a, a chat room. I don't know what's wrong. A chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show today, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. I would like to say hello to the Boo One and Guest 769 in the chat room. Thank you all for joining us today. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. <laughs> I really, really do. All right, so what what we had on tap for you today? Oh, man, we got a topic here. We discussed this before, and I don't know. I was watching something, and it popped up again. I say, well, maybe we need to talk about this again. So topic of the day is black men, white women, white men, black women. Yeah. Why is there such a disparity in the way um, black men and white black men and black women feel about the other dating outside the race? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, among some other things, we got um, a verdict in in the second Freddie Gray trial that we're going to talk about a little bit as well, plus a couple of other little nuggets that I like to throw in every now and then. Y'all know me. <laughs> just to get it going just a little bit. All right. And plus, we have a song of the day for you. And uh, this is a good one here, man. I tell you, I, I you know, I, I was planning on playing another one. And uh I heard this earlier today when I was out riding. I said, you know what? Hey, that'd be a good one right there. So we got a good song of the day for you from Miss Anita Baker. Um, yeah. You know, a little old school, a little jazzy. Yeah. And smooth and mellow for your Monday. I know some of y'all need it right about now. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Um, so without further ado, we're going to go on and knock that out the way. When we come back, we're going to get into our nuggets and our topic. All right. So without further ado, here's Miss Anita Baker and giving you the best that I got. I tell you now that I made a bond. 
That was the smooth, mesmerizing sound of Miss Anita Baker and giving you the best that I got. Man, I tell you, every time that boy, that's a smooth singing lady, ain't she? Boy, that <laughs> just smooth. 
All right, that was your song of the day. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did, especially him with the piano got the kicking in. Yeah, had me rocking a little bit, mellowing me out. <laughs> All right, but anyway, anyway, welcome back to the show. This is I'm your host, Mister Talking. You're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. All right, so. Once again, you want to be a part of the show, no problem. Call me, 347-838-8622. Email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. And there's our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash talk. okay? And by chance, later on after the show, you want to check out the show webpage, no problem. That's www.ericletstalk.com, all right? I'll be updating it either night or tomorrow uh, as far as what's going on for the next show and some other stuff I put on there every now and then. All right. So anyway, so that's that's what we have going on today. And it's Monday. Yeah, I hope everybody had a nice weekend. I know I did. <laughs> I did enough. I didn't do much, but I did enough. That That was good enough for me. All right. So. Let's see. Starting off, starting off. Hot news, hot news, hot news. Judge finds Baltimore police officer not guilty in death of Freddie Gray. All right, y'all remember Mr. Freddie Gray, the 25-year-old um, black man from Baltimore? Yeah, who was who injured, uh, was injured, eventually died from um, unknown causes after being placed in the back of police uh, police van. So. Um, this Mr. Nero, this is the officer that actually, um, yeah, that's the officer that actually uh, was on trial. The second, this is the second trial now. This second, they remember they had the first one, um, Porter, Officer Porter, William Porter, in fact, yeah, and um, his trial ended in a hung jury. Now, follow me here. His trial ended in a hung jury. Okay, and he. Was being he was being uh, accused of some of the, some of the most serious charges. Now this guy here, Nero, basically he was just facing misdemeanor charges, you know, of second degree assault and two counts of misconduct in office, and um, uh, charged with reckless endangerment for shackling Gray and placing him in a police van without buckling his seatbelt. Of course, he pleaded not guilty to all that, and also a bench trial now mr porter he had a jury trial what is the difference where in the bench trial judge gets to decide to find a verdict no, not guilty okay and you know mr porter's trial ended in a hung jury now why is that so important well see you have to go back to the first trial and that's why they, they put mr porter up first being that he was being charged with the most serious of the charges. And that was to set a precedent to say, okay, if we can get a guilty verdict out of this one, everything else will fall in line. However, however, it didn't go that way, and it ended up in a hung jury. So now we're back here to the second trial, which is a bench trial, which means the judge gets to listen to all the evidence, and he goes back and makes his final decision whether the um, Nero was guilty or not guilty. And it's not guilty. Okay. Should we be surprised that it's not guilty? Not really. Should we be surprised if any of them become, um, get evict- uh, convicted? No, we shouldn't. 
And here's why. If you remember back, I think it was last year, middle of last year, Felix Freddie Gray's family settled with the city of Baltimore for $6 million plus, okay? Now, and I think I mentioned it then, that was a bad move for the family. Here's why I'm saying this. You already got $6 million from us, all right? Now, you expect us to go out here and convict these guys after we didn't gave you $6 million? Now, some say, well, that that's hush money. Some saying, well, the family um, deserved it. But if you take a look at the big picture, and this picture is huge, it was hush money. It was hush money. And here's why. You have Representative um, Cummings. You know, he was one of the big guys uh, saying something was wrong. Elijah Cummings. And he's asking residents to um, put aside their personal feelings and honor the verdict. In other words, don't go out and tear up the city. <laughs> it's amazing what $6 million will do. Now, my question is, and it just, this is just my opinion here, of course, okay? My opinion is this. How much, of, how much did he get in this whole situation? Number two, where's Motor Mouth Al? <laughs> huh? What what did Al get out of the deal as well? You know, where's Reverend Rainbow Jackson at? You know? <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So if you're expecting any of these officers to be convicted or uh, actually um, convicted of any of these um, crimes they're accused of, you're wishing upon a star because it's not going to happen, all right? <laughs> it's not going to happen. You got a better chance of going to Las Vegas and hitting one of them slot machines for three thirty three hundred $330 million. <laughs> and, and that's just that's real talk. Ain't that what they say? That's real talk right there, real talk. We gave you $6 million, $6 million. That's what we gave you. It has calmed down. Everything is cool. If you notice, you didn't hear much about this second trial going on, did you? No. Because you got our $6 million. We don't want to hear no more. We're going to go, go through the motions now, act like we're trying to do something, and then it's going to go away. You enjoy your $6 million. You know, hopefully you do something constructive with it and don't spend it all up and be back where you started at. And everybody's going to be okay. You know, we're going to take these officers, we're going to put them over on the side for a little while, and then we're going to slowly integrate them back into to the um, police system, and you never know the difference. That's how it's going to work. Just don't think, y'all. Don't think. Uh, it's not. That's the way it has been working for eons and eons. What makes you think it's going to change now? Oh, you know, of course, these these are my opinions, but uh, some of it is fact about the six million. But if you take a look at the first trial, hung jury, and remember there was another big fight going on because they wanted Porter to actually testify in this officer's officer Nero's case. Remember that? Since they couldn't get him, they wanted him to testify against this officer, and uh, that was a no go. So once again, it left the state <laughs> with the with the 
coat gonads in their hands. That's the way it worked. That's the way it worked. Now, I do believe if they could have got a conviction on Porter, then maybe this would have been a different thing. But I do believe that the settlement um, of the $6 million played a big role in this whole thing as well. Why uh, I, don't, I really do not feel that these officers are going to be convicted of anything. Hey, that's the way the system works. <laughs> so, if you ever find yourself in a situation like this, I would suggest don't take the money first thing right offhand. Don't do that. If you truly believe some wrongdoing was done, well then, stand by your guns. Stand by your guns. Because what it seems as though you're more about the money than anything else. And I'm sure that's not what the family was about. They really wanted to see something happen to some justice done. But as we always say, money money talks a lot, especially in this world. You know, yeah, we know it was a settlement, but I'm sure there was some type of um, agreement made along with that settlement as to what the family can and could not do in fu- in the future. So that kind of limits <laughs> their options. Hmm. What are your thoughts about that? What y'all think? Think there may be just a little bit. Y'all think there may just be a little bit um 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 um, um validity to what I'm talking about right now. Because hmm. that's two trials in the Freddie Gray case. Hung jury, not guilty. Okay. Now, I know some of you say, well, it's a hung jury, so they can always go back and retry. But if you go through all these other cases and they end up the same way, not guilty, that that makes the, the first one a very hard to prove then. Okay, even though because these other cases come up, they're basically like this guy here. He was what? Misdemeanors. Misdemeanors. But yet he is found not guilty. Okay. Porter, he had a jury of 12 of his peers. They couldn't even decide. Hmm. Yeah. That what happens when you take $6 million from a city <laughs> and they haven't had a not one trial yet. I think I mentioned this when, when they, when I'm uh, talked about the, the settlement, I know it was six, I think it was $6.3 million. In fact, I think that's what it was. And I think I mentioned, you know, that was a bad, bad thing. And I still feel this way today, especially after hearing the verdict of the second um, officer on trial. But, hey, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. It is what it is. Um, it is what it is. That's how the system works. $6.3 million is about the going price of a black life these days. And um, don't expect any of them officers to be, um, don't expect them to be convicted of anything. That's two. That's two right there. You got four more. It's not going to happen. All right? Remember, you heard it here first. <laughs> Remember, you heard it here first. And I just had to say that. Let's get that out. Because that was, that when I when I heard about the verdict, I was like, yep. <sighs> crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. One more thing before we get on the, the topic of the day. Um, 
I wanted to mention this little nugget right here. Remember last week when we were, when we were uh, discussing um, discussing um, the so-called gay agenda, and remember how we said that one of the plans or one of the the, the how can I say plans? I'm gonna say one of the plans from you know, on the agenda was to take transsexual, homosexual, whatever the, they want to be called these days, and instead of instead of um, making them the, the the villain, switch around and make them the victims. Remember, I, I read that. I, I I know I read that, and. Here's a prime example. Of, <laughs> here's a prime example of of that actually happening. Um, trans woman assaulted in woman's bathroom by DC security guard. A security guard assaulted a transgender woman she called a he she in the woman's bathroom of a Washington DC grocery store at Wednesday. Um, security guard Francine Jones is suspected of a hate crime. Now y'all hear that? A hate crime. After 32-year-old Ebony Belcher said Jones barred her from the Northeast D.C. supermarket's women's room and shoved her out, according to um, the police department. She said to me that I'm tired of you guys keep coming in here using the women's bathroom. I know you're a man, you he, she. The officer then grabbed me by my arm, spun me around, grabbed me right behind my back and forcibly pushed me out of the giant. That's the name of the grocery store. Um, now, here's the part where they decide to make the uh, um, <laughs> make the transsexual a, a, a victim. Belcher, who lives in Baltimore, suffers from Parkinson's disease and nearly fell over as Jones forced her out of the store. She said Jones, 45, was arrested. Um at the grocery store later in the day and charged with assault listed as potential as a potential hate crime, according to police. <laughs> See, so it's not so far fetched, is it? Here's a prime example right here. Prime example. Uh, you know, it's, it's happening, people. It's happening. Now, here's a security guard that said, okay, enough of this. You you cats keep coming up in here in this women's bathroom, you know, talking about y'all women and y'all still men, and, and we just not having it. But yet she's the one to get arrested and charged with a hate crime. <laughs> if that's not switching the table, I don't know what is. Oh, Lord have mercy. Now, here's a <laughs> – listen to this one. Belcher, that's the, the one the, – um, that's the so-called lady man who got tossed out the bathroom, who transitioned to a woman at 14, told WJZ she's having nightmares about the encounter. This has never, ever, ever happened to me, Belcher said. It shouldn't be this way. This has to stop. Well, you stop going in women's bathroom, man, and you wouldn't be getting tossed out. <laughs> but as you can see, as I mentioned before, you see how that has twisted around. Now they are the victims. So anybody who who runs up on them and, and says you can't come in here, you 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 chance you stand the chance of being arrested and charged with a hate crime. Now I'm just hey, that's right there. That's that's a precedent. It's right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it, it, it's very interesting how you read and you go through all this stuff. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then power is right there in your face. You know, you, you look at it and you're like, man, it's there. It's right there. They're, they're showing it to me, you know. So there you go. There you go. They are the victims now. Remember that. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is so good. This is so good. All right. Anyway, so let's get let's get on with the get on, man. Let's get on to the topic. You know, because I I think this is going to be a good one, and uh, we need to spend as much time as we can on it. Hopefully, uh, we can we can spread it out here a little bit. All right. Uh, black men, white women, white men, black women. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, interesting topic to say the least. And you know, I was having a discussion this morning, in fact, with two black women about this this topic right here. And um, oh, I'm sorry, five forty. I saw you. I get I get back get you back in a minute. Okay, hang in there with me. Um, and it was very interesting because I asked them. I say, well. You know, why is it that black women have a more of a problem when they see a black man with a white woman than black men do when they see a white man with a black woman? You know, and these two ladies, they looked at me. And one said, well, I, I used to have a problem with that, but I don't have a problem with that now. She said, but when I did have a problem with it, um, she said, because I felt as though the black men treated the white women better than they did the black women when they were with them. They were more respectful to them. They uh, treated them better. And that pissed me off. That, I mean, that's what she said. Now, she then went on to say, now, when I really had a problem, really, really had a problem, um, it, goes, it went back to slavery. No, she said, here's how she said it. She said, but I changed my mind because I feel like this now. Back when you think about slavery, when the white man was raping us and carrying on, so why can't our black men take their women now? Now, see, that was a whole different um, angle I had never thought about. I, I must admit, I never thought about it like that. So, you know, that, that kind of put a different, <laughs> a different twist on it. You know what I mean? Now, I remember back in the 70s when you had the Shaft, the Shaft movies and all that, um, um, Truck Turner and all them, you know, they used to go out and, and you know, show them sleeping with white women because back then that that, that would seem like to be the trophy. Uh, you know, black man, you're going to get you a white woman. You, you, in the, you, in the, you in the mix. You know what I mean? You in the mix. So, you know, it, it, you know that's the trophy right there. So, with that in mind, you know, I I, I want to know what you think about it. I, you know, I gave you two different angles to look at this thing, and it's really, <laughs> it's really quite intriguing, you know, because it is a difference in the way black men feel and black women feel about the subject. So I'm going to open up the phone lines now because we, I, we got to get talking about this because I know it's going to take some time, all right? So I'm open up my first line here. Uh, Erico five four zero. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Mr. Tony. Hey, this, this is Jabbar. 
What's going on, Jabbar? How you doing, my brother? Doing good. Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so, what you got for me, man? Um, I wanted to touch on the the uh, the the case up in Baltimore where the um, officer was found, I guess, not guilty. Uh huh. For whatever it is that he, whatever role he played in the death of Freddie, the guy, Freddie. Freddie I'm not sure of his last name. Great. Um, Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. Yeah. <clears throat> this is what I like to say. I, based on what I've heard so far, I would agree that he should not have been found liable for doing any harm. Um, only because of this. Again, from what I hear, he had nothing at all to do with the arrest, the initial arrest. Um, And because of that, what they're saying is that he had no training provided to him, which he could have used when he assisted in putting Freddie Gray into the paddy wagon. Um, Now, because he had no training, then he's getting what is called qualified immunity. And that's a slick way that police departments and attorneys they use in order to get people who are on in law enforcement off of from facing charges. And what qualified immunity is, is that if your department, if you say you're, you're a police officer, if you are not trained properly in a specific area or if you receive, for whatever reason, bad information from your staff counsel and you act on that bad information or you act, on, you act in a way which you were directed to act but yet you did not receive proper training, then... If you do harm someone, then you can get qualified immunity, which is what I believe this guy's receiving. And, well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and, and 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 the problem with that is this. This is again my opinion, is that I believe attorneys and the police chiefs, they, for whatever reason, may choose not to educate properly educate their police force, in the law, in certain practices and tactics, so that if they do harm someone, they can always have this ace in, the, you know, this ace in their pocket saying, well, we can pull out this ace and say, well, he wasn't properly chained or he was acting on bad information that was given to him by staff counsel. And at least the police officer would get off. And then the only, only thing left is how much damages the victim is going to receive, such as in the case of Freddie um, Freddie Gray's family, they, get, they got $6 million. So that's what I wanted to touch on. Okay. Um, well, we, we can touch on that for a moment. Um, you know, and, and I understand what you're saying, you know, but here's here's my retort to that. Um, even though they claim, they can claim, well, he didn't have the training, whatever. Common sense. How much training do you need if you see somebody back there struggling uh, to get on your walkie-talkie and call for an uh, ambulance, that, that doesn't take any training. That just takes common sense and being able and, and caring about a human being, right? 
I would have to agree but kind of disagree with you because even though it may be common sense, we're talking about legal matters here. And if, again, in legal matters, if even though you may have common sense, if you are not going by the letter of the law, then it leaves room for um, someone to be injured and someone to get away with injuring somebody, as in the case here, from my opinion. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so even though I I'm, I'm may understand how to handcuff someone to a paddy wagon, there may be a specific procedure that the police are required to follow in when they do handcuff someone to a paddy wagon so that if those procedures aren't followed and the person gets hurt it exempts them from it exempts the city from being held liable and puts it all on the police officer because the city they like i said they have procedures in place steps in place of how to do something in the moment someone fails to follow those procedures and someone gets hurt it's not on the city then it's on the it's on the individual who did it but in this case if the guy was never trained in the procedures okay if he was never trained in the procedures then how can you hold him liable even though he assisted he should the, the question he should not have assisted and that that opens up another door which means that if the attorney for Freddie Gray did not make the proper argument and if the attorney general prosecutor did not make the proper argument then that leaves a back door for someone who has who may have assisted in a crime to get away with it and attorneys know that they they, they can make a false argument which sounds good to the people but if the people don't understand what actually happened and what what you're trying to convict someone of, they can sweet talk you and just put up any false argument knowing that it's the wrong argument, knowing that the judge is going to recognize it as a false argument, and because it is a false argument, that will give the judge justification to make a ruling based on the argument that had nothing to do or did not um, really lay out the crime that may have been committed, if, if you follow what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I, I follow exactly what you're saying. But however, in this case, this was a bench trial, so only person who had to make a decision was the judge. Um, and I understand everything you're saying as far as the so-called law and how the so-called law works. However, and I, I'm gonna say it again, you know, I think th- these cases, uh, these trials were already decided once the family accepted that six point three million dollars. Um, you know, and you can't make me think any other way because of the way these trials are going right now. Okay. Now the, the, the prosecutor prosecutor put all their eggs in the basket in the first trial, because that was the guy with William Porter, who they had the most serious charges against. So when that ended up in a hung jury, which was a 12 person jury. Okay. That, that kind of disrupted what was going on. So, it was seen. Now, but if you go back and think, 
why would the city pay six point three million before any of the trial are even done? Why why would they do that? And number two, why would the family even accept the money then if we haven't had any trials yet? You see where I'm coming from now. So I mean, yeah, I understand. I see where you're coming I, from. Yeah, I understand your, what you're saying as far as the law, but I think this thing was was set up once that money was given out. I think it was set up because you don't hear screaming out no more. You know, you don't hear Rainbow Jesse anymore. You know, even Representative Elijah Cummings uh, saying, please, please respect the verdict. Really? So that's it. You know, they didn't have the trial. This is what happened. Okay, let's respect the verdict and let's move on. You know, the family has a 6.3. The the city is having these little marked trials and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> so, but to go back to the the, the 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 explanation that you gave, I understand that also. But I still have to say, it doesn't take training to get on your walkie-talkie when you see somebody is having trouble back there. Just you know, and, and just out of being a you know humanity, being you know empathy or what have you, you know, get on there and, and just bring them out and have them check them out just in case, just in case. I mean, how much time was that going to really take up? He was already in custody. It would have taken no time at all. And the era, in my opinion, the era that the defense made was that they allowed it to to go to a bench trial versus a jury trial. Because any jury with common sense, such as you've just displayed, would have surely found him liable. Based on, like you said, common sense. If you put someone in the paddy wagon, if you assist, you need to make sure they're tied down, regardless mm-hmm. of the procedures that the city has. That's just, I mean, that's just common sense, like you said. Yeah. So I, uh, and again, that that bench trial may have been a setup. They probably said, look, both the defense and the prosecutor could have gotten together and say, look, you know, the family got six million. What's the best way of us to uh, get rid of this thing? And well, let's go with the bench trial. And we know we make the wrong argument, and the judge will, you know, stand behind us. You know, yeah. that's my opinion. I, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there it is, right there. <laughs> there it is, right there. I, I, I can't put it in plainer than that. So, hey, like I said, they have four more trials supposedly to go. We'll see how those goes. The first two hung jury. Not guilty. Okay, we got four more to go. This <laughs> and and as you notice, this one was real quiet. You didn't hear much about it until now. The verdict come out, so I'm sure the next four is are really going to be extra quiet. You know, until you you hear something going on. So, like the I only said, thing I would say is this: hmm. watch what the officers are charged with. And see if it makes sense based on what they did. Because if you bring the wrong charges, that's going to set up the uh, the false argument, which is going to lead to no one being found, li- found liable. So with that being said, I'm going to fall back. Put me back on mute. I'm going to listen. I got some work to do here. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Jabbar. <laughs> I mean, All right. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, but anyway, I'm going to fall back. Thanks. Thanks for the talk. All right. 
All right. Bye bye. All right. So y'all, 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 y'all heard that's another version of um, what happened in the Freddie Gray, Gray trial. Um, Officer Nero. Yeah. I'm sticking. It was it was determined when the family accepted the money. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. So, black men, white women, black men, white women. All right, so I see I have some numbers on here, so I see, huh? All right, Renee, come on, because you know I want you. I, 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 you know, <laughs> come on, Renee, Sister Ottawa, I see you too. All right, so um, here's the questions. Here's the questions. Here's the questions. Why do black women get upset when they see a black man with a black woman? Why are black men less concerned when they see a black woman with a white man? Why is there why why is there such a difference in attitude among the two? Why 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 why? You know, and this is what I want to hear. I, you know, I told you about the young ladies that I, I talked to this morning about it, and one went all all the way back to slavery. You know, say well they took us during slavery, so about time our black men start taking their women, okay, um, and so forth and so on. So. <laughs> I want to hear what we got going on here because I'm curious. I really am. I really am. And let me bring my sweetheart in here. Renee, go ahead, darling. How you doing today? <laughs> let me know if, my, um, if I go out and in or something because I'm getting some lunch right now. But I heard what you were saying, so I had to chime in um, real quick. But I'm going to be on my mind, but. Um, I'm going to mute my phone in a minute, but, um, okay. okay, yeah, you, man, you put some good topics on the table. Um, first, I do want to say, though, that with the Freddie Gray situation, you and uh-huh. the other brother were 100% correct. Both of you were perfect, because on the end that he's speaking of, as far as, and I never really thought about it in that type of way, even the expectation to have uh, common sense, right? And the expectation is if something goes wrong, call for backup. If you don't know something, call for backup. Call a superior, get whatever. Um, They can still wiggle their way legally with their little jargon and with their little legal tactics or what have you to say, oh, well, you know, this this officer wasn't properly trained, you know, per our uh, protocol, for this type of situation and then be able to wiggle out. And then you, though, are absolutely 100% correct as well because if you can be a person, let's say, working working at a restaurant and you do something and somebody gets sick or whatever, excuse me, there's a reasonable expectation that you being in that position are supposed to get help or you're supposed to whatever. So why would it then be that somebody who's law enforcement and had to go through rigorous training, background checks, psychological this, that, and the other, why would it be that these people in that position who have a lot of power in their hands don't have the ability to use common sense, to use, you know, even if they don't know the exact to the T, to, to, you know what I'm saying, seek somebody out or whatever. So y'all are both uh, correct. Uh, And then as far as the... You know, speaking from a black woman's perspective, um, and that's what. <laughs> well, you know, what? the reason that I think many black women 
and this is for me and just some some of my girlfriends, sisters, things of that nature, um, why we get upset. It's not just one reason, reason it's several. Number one, we feel that it's a slap in the face to black women, um, that you could not find a black woman to be with. You could not find a black woman to marry, to have a family with. You had to go get her. That's number one, because we're dealing with a major disparity in, in, in numbers. As far as, you know, every other race, we have the largest disparity between male and female. We know because a lot of other social conditions Mm-hmm. Um, that are in place, but um, so right there, you know, there is, you know, somewhat of a shortage, so to speak, if you want to put it like that. That's why you have a lot of brothers who, in my generation especially, who have old baby mamas and this and because it's like it, it, there's a shortage in a lot of areas, and so you see this black man with this white, you're like, really? And then <laughs> the other thing is. Okay, like let's keep it funky. The power structure in place is a racist white supremacist power structure. You as a black man are the most discriminated against. The black man is more discriminated against and more oppressed than anybody else, in my opinion, in this country. I think the the black woman is the least protected and the black man is the most oppressed, the most discriminated against, the most the biggest bias against him and to then turn around and buy into that power structure by aligning with what essentially is your oppressor because at the end of the day she has the upper hand in a situation she can make a call she can do whatever it is that she needs to do if she has an issue with you it's always going to come back to her and why would you as a black man knowing that why would you then align with your oppressor and you know, the other thing is, um, somebody you were saying somebody said about slavery and it's like, Really? They, look, white people or people of European descent, whatever, they have always desired people of African descent sexually. So this idea of, of you know, retribution, uh, because the white man was, you know, having sex and raping a black woman, that this is retribution of no, it's not. Retribution, where's the reparations at? If you want retribution, hey, we, let's destroy this power structure and have one in place that's going to be uh, uh, non oppressive to black people. That's retribution. Through, excuse me, and I'm ruling a white woman is not retribution for slavery. So let's get that clear. And, and on top of that, the thing with that, with slavery, was where the power came in at is the white man had the power to take what he wants and have no uh, sanctions against him, no punishment, no nothing. A black man can't do that uh, to this day. And I have to tell some of these brothers that who do, who interracially involved, and they say, well, a black woman do this, a black woman do that. Well, brother, let me tell you, of all black men who have been falsely and wrongly accused of sexual molestation, assault, and other sex crimes, 90% are filed by white, all black men, those who have been convicted and those who were just accused were by white women. So it's okay, though, to say that black women do all of these things. But when I give you actual, real, factual numbers of who is accusing black men of raping them when he didn't, 
accusing a black man of groping her when he didn't, accusing a black man of all of these sexual crimes when he didn't, okay, is a white woman. But yet, let me go run and get a white woman. So anyway, it's a lot of levels to it, layers to it. But lastly, I'll say this. I think it is a uh, badge of honor, like it's um, a trophy. You said it earlier, it's like a trophy wife or trophy woman or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what? You got your foot on my neck. You're you're oppressing me and all that. But look, I can still get one of your white women. Now, mind you, the women that they get are going to be the lower quality, lesser quality white women that either white men already went through or did not want. I'm going to just keep it real. <laughs> they tend to be white <laughs> women who are lesser attractive or overweight or some other type of issue going on. And not only that, it's a phenomenon I see all the time, every single day in the city I live, where you see these black men with these white women who's a girlfriend, whatever they are, and they have these white babies and these white kids. That's just such a so-and-so and they got these white kids and we end up here parenting these white children she had with some white man and now he's being daddy and I'm like what the what's going on so anyway hmm. it's a lot of there I'll let that marinate <laughs> <laughs> I said a lot I know <laughs> yeah, you did, you did, you put a lot out there on the table that you did, Miss Renee. But you always do, you always do. <laughs> and, and you know that you made some very very valid points, though. I, you know, I, I've heard those as well. You know, but we got somebody else want to add a little bit to it, so let's let them in while you enjoy your lunch. <laughs> All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Eric. Hey, Renee. Hey, Joe. Ah, Renee, what state, what state do you live in? Missouri. Uh, misery. I mean, Missouri. Misery. You know, is it okay with you if, you know, when you have the time that, because um, I've always, I always thought you sounded cute, and is it okay if I, you know, you and I get together and I come over and visit you if, um, if I ever go to Missouri on a business trip? Sure, hit me up. You sure? Yeah. All right, because, you know, I've always... You know, okay, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. What do you mean, hit her up? What do you mean? Right, what do you mean? I mean, you mean talking business? We talking business? <laughs> no, no, or? no, I'm talking socially. Um, Going sure. in. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. 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 Oh, don't worry. Do I, yeah, really? Do I okay. see the spotlight right there? The spotlight has just been placed okay. right there. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we can talk and everything. Mm, no, nah, I'm talking more, nah, you know. I've, I've heard I've heard your points of view for two years. I've heard your voice, and you've always impressed me as a, as a lady with spunk and intelligence and I always wanted to find out if uh, you and I maybe could get along. And if we could, well, you had this thing about, you know, people with no melanin. and um, mm-hmm. uh, But I thought maybe. And, and not only that, I, you know, am with someone. So, yeah. But I don't, I don't interracially. Are, are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm positive. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. If that's yeah. the way you want to be, <laughs> fine. 
I was just doing one of those jokes, but um, I understand Renee's yeah. point of view. Um, although I, 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 I'm, I've always been of um, of the thought, let people do their own thing, okay? And to answer Renee's um, objection is, sometimes it can be a trophy wife because here, you know, here's a guy who's black, and now he's found the forbidden fruit, and he wanted to take a, you know, a shot at the. Uh, at the taboo, and now this white woman likes him, and he feels like his ego's boosted. I can understand that, but um, it's not that um, a guy can't find somebody of his own race. It's just that if they've had contact, let's say for example, a black guy and a and a, and a white girl uh, work in the same office, it's very possible that they could find a mutual attraction, something in common, go out and actually become boyfriend-girlfriend. Not because he planned it or she planned it, but because circumstances brought them together and they found they had something in common. What do you say to that? Either one, Rene and Eric. I don't know if you're for or against it, Eric. <laughs> well, you, you know, Joe, and um, I... I, I... <laughs> you caught me typing here. Um, um, you know, Joe, when you take a look at today's society and today's world, then mm-hmm. that that's what that's exactly what what it is. You know, you have mm-hmm. you have the, the 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 mixture of the neighborhoods now, or the communities or what have you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you you have instead of. Uh, blacks growing up with blacks and whites growing up with whites. You have them in the same neighborhood. They go to the same school, uh, so forth and so on. So, and one of the ladies I talked to this morning, that what she says to say, well, you know, if that's all they know, how can you expect them to do anything different? Yeah, and that's true. And, and that's true. So, you know, if you take, um, if you would take either one of them out of their Perspective comfort zones. I, I I feel they probably will feel uncomfortable, but will adjust enough to you know adapt to the situation. You know, yeah, that's what, something. you know, something. as far as as far as the way I feel, yeah. you know, I, I I I have a problem with it. I really do. You do? I, I, and okay. I, yeah, I do, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna use this as an example. You know, um, Tiger Woods. I'm gonna use Tiger Woods as an example. Now, Tiger Woods, he was the best thing smoking until claims came out that he had slept with all these girls, which most of them were white anyway. And he immediately and he immediately went from the darling of the golf world to basically an outcast. Now, everybody think, well, his back is hurting. What? No, no, no. They, they didn't put Tiger out. They didn't put Tiger out of the organization, basically. You know what I mean? And he he got scorned and thrown out for something that the rest of them been doing for years. <laughs> you understand? For instance, Bill Clinton, look at him. He in the White House getting, you know, getting getting his getting his jollies off, but everybody still love Bill, right? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, if you take those two examples, that that's why I have a problem with it. I'm kind of like with Renee, um, because when, when the stuff hit the fan, Mm-hmm. You out the door. You are out the door. If you don't get called that 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 n word that I don't like to use on my show, you know. So okay, yeah. okay. I, right. I have I have a problem with it. I, I right. don't say it. 
But Renee, Renee also said that if a black man marries a white woman, uh, the white woman, um, if she has any kind of issue with him, she can always call the cops on him. So can a black woman. And all women are, you know, are calling cops on their respective husbands of their particular color because they know that the law is on their side. But um, I mean, I don't. I see that there's good. There's a good foundation. That's for true. Both, huh? No, that, I agree with that. But but do understand, I can give you personal experiences uh, from friends and coworkers um, who went through that. Uh, white women who have black husbands and black women who have black husbands or men. And uh, I'm going to say that the white woman holds more weight. Yeah, I would agree. You know, when it's, you know, they'll say, oh, it's mutual combat or something like that with black men and black women. Although a black woman can't call the police, you're right. So, I mean, there's there's validity to what you said, though. No, but I agree with you too. I think a white woman. I think a white woman in today's America holds more power than than white men, even though it's not recognized as such because she doesn't have to work. The man does all the work for her. Congressmen do all the work for the women. And I'm not saying that. Well, and, I agree with that to an extent. Huh? The white woman holds a lot of power. She really does. Yeah. Okay, but I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to eat. No, 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 no. Uh, like I was about to say, yeah. I can see the arguments from both sides. I can see how a man who, you know, for not choosing, um, if they want to choose somebody out of their own race, but not choosing it for the wrong reasons, should not be pointed at with the, the what I always call the bony finger recrimination, and, and and pointed at to be um, to be a victim, to be a target of of people saying, you know what, you should have stayed in your own backyard. Yet at the same time, I can see your point of view and and Eric's. Okay. Yeah. People, but um, I just say I mean, to each to each their own. And if I mean, true love let's, is let's, there, yeah. Leave let's, it alone. let's let's not get it twisted. You know, I I got a I have a couple of friends, uh, black females who are married to, you know, uh, white husbands, and you know. Um, I love them to death. I do. I love the women to death. You know, I don't socialize too much with the husbands, of course, you know, and, you know, uh, not putting their business out there, you know, but I know a couple of them, you know, strayed back to the the dark side every now and then, (laughs) you know, so, you know, it's just, I guess, like you say, Joe, to each his own, it's just, you know, or or it's personal preference, more or less. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, but wait a minute, Joe. You being yeah. a, 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 a white man, mm-hmm. how do you feel about it? Well, like I Besides, say, to each, to each his own. I'm not going to point a finger at any white girls going out with a black guy, and I'm not going to point any finger at a white guy going out with a black girl. Okay. All right. So, so you you believe you're going to stay with the neutral color? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna stay. With whatever you two decide, go ahead and do it. All right. So did you hear about? Um, this is something that, in the back of my mind, I have been waiting for for years. Did you hear about the Supreme Court decision that said that there was a um, a black school? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, a white school. All right, that was something like sixty, seventy percent white and thirty, forty percent black, had to become desegregated. 
and now become integrated with a 99.9% black school. So it's the reverse of the Board of Education decision. Or was it the Ferguson or I forget the, uh, the major decision that did the uh, the integration? Yeah, I, I think I read that last week, in fact. I, I do believe I read that last week. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that yeah. yeah it, it, it was very interesting. I was like, oh, my. You know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. My. That's another, To me, that's another <laughs> example. It sounds like being together, but it's not. To me, it's an example of trying to incite, um, divide, and conquer again. But getting back to your topic, um, again, if it's not for the wrong reasons, Renee's right. If there are going to be, let's say, basketball players, who are going to marry um, white girls simply because they want a trophy wife. And there may be black girls who want to marry a white guy. That is, I don't think that's talked about too uh, too often because that's a trophy husband. Well, his job is the trophy, <laughs> the money he makes. Yeah, you know? that money and yeah. that stature, yeah. I mean, the money is yeah. always the thing, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 plays into it. Let's be oh, honest, yeah. that play into it in a lot of cases. You know? Oh yeah, but if the girl had the choice yeah. between the rich black guy and the rich white guy, she'd probably pick the the rich white guy too. Uh, well, why is that? Well, because if a guy can have a trophy wife, why can't a black girl have a trophy husband? Ah, okay. So we we got it working both ways now. Yeah, I don't right. think it happens that often, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think it happens more often than you believe. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so. Really yeah. All right, let me take this this new call in. Maybe they have a different point of view than what we, we're discussing. All right, Eric Cole, 0909, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hi, Mr. Talk, it's Suzette. How are you? I'm doing fine, uh, Suzette. How are you? Well, well, well. Look who came Good back time. after a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Susan. So, the perspective from a white woman. No, that's an Hispanic woman. <laughs> a Hispanic white woman. A Mexican-American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so you you have any um, comments you would like to share? Well, Insight? I would. Um, I think that if we're going to be a nation united then we shouldn't see color. And I think the more that, um, I guess you could say, races are integrated, then the more that color um, separation disappears and we become more united than divided. I think if we keep to our own backyard, as you guys were saying, that um, then that just keeps us separated, divided as a nation. And... You know, where that's where can we as a society get to that level of tolerance and and acceptance um, to where we don't see color or would it just be easier to go the other way and where we have more integration and and then the color disappears? Ah, okay. Well, that's the truth, is that, that how come you identified yourself as a Mexican or white woman right away instead of just a plain Hispanic or Mexican woman? What's that? I'm sorry? I said if that was the case, then how come you identified yourself right away as a Mexican white American as opposed to just a Mexican American? 
Oh, Most because Mr. Talk had said he uh, to get a different perspective, so a perspective coming from if you're going to identify races. So I, did, I identified <laughs> myself. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but Hispanics and Mexicans don't identify themselves as white. They identify themselves as either Mexican. Uh, 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 no, that's not true, Joe. That's not true. That's Mexicans not true. identify themselves as white. There, there are some that do. Of course, Mexican is not uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mexican is not a you know ethnicity, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, have my a lot of Caucasian on it, but I yeah. have a Mexican heritage, so I don't know. Right. That's why, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a it's a whole lot of um, that 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 um, classify themselves as Caucasian. You know, but Suzette, to go back to what you were saying, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it comes from this country has always been divided as far as color or ethnicity. You know what I mean? And especially when it comes to uh, the black race and uh, the European or the white folk or whoever you want to say, um, you know, going all the way back. So I think it's, it's kind of. But wouldn't you agree that if there was more of it, if it wasn't so stereotyped, and if there was more of it, then then if, it wouldn't if, be a big deal. Uh, I don't if agree. It, if, it, if it if it was fair and equal, yes, but that's not the way it has been. That's not I the way it is now. No, I don't agree. Um, I definitely. <laughs> okay, who's gonna go first, Renee or Joe? Renee. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you break it up, Colin. Yeah, you're breaking up, Renee. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Okay. I don't agree because just because you have integration doesn't mean that the attitudes change. The attitudes have to change regardless of whether there's separation or integration. Um, When there is separate but equal and people are flourishing within their own neighborhoods without being bothered by another race, then I think that um, is the fertile ground for each race or any of the races to flourish. If they then have or want to voluntarily integrate without um, having the state come in and say, well, you've got to go to each other's schools, um, then it's different. But then it's voluntary. But to say just because uh, blacks and whites, Hispanics and Asians are growing up together, that doesn't mean that they're they're mingling together, they're cohabiting uh, together, and some are dating each other outside of their own particular races and ethnicities, but that doesn't mean that, as a whole, they're getting along better than if they had their own neighborhoods, but peaceful neighborhoods. Well, we're all basically conditioned as we grow up. Um, we, I think we had a conversation about this before as far as what we're raised to, to think. And so the conditioning begins at home and you know it's going to start with a new generation if it's ever going to work because this generation and the generations before us have been already conditioned to see color and we were talking about children they don't see color they just see a best friend they just want to play they want to have a good time it's not a big deal and then it's only later that they develop their thoughts and conditions as to the different races. Mm-hmm. Some may or some may not, but um, I think that's where that comes from. And so 
the conditioning and the and the mindset have the possibility to change, but that depends on on how they're taught. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, can't I do, even... but just but I don't think that uh, you know. Look, uh, America has had over a hundred years. Well, actually, only about sixty some odd years. And change doesn't come easy. Change doesn't come easy. But people have to be open to change. I mean, if we're stubborn to change and say it's not going to work before it's actually even out there, I mean, you could say it's out there now, but it's not because the stereotype, um, as we were discussing before, the black man being accused when the shit hits. I'm sorry. Excuse me. When the stuff hits the fan. of the white woman doing the rape thing. <laughs> and so, you know, right now you have those few incidences, but if there are more marriages that are um, interracial, it's not going to be such a, oh, my gosh, did you hear about that? Oh, my word, type thing, you know. Can, can, I, um, can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead, Renee. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. I want to give you a couple of things. First of all, that if you choose two that you can look into, one of them is Dr. Amos Wilson. Uh, he was a psychologist um, and many other things. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man. And also, Neely Fuller, Jr., he's still living. Another absolutely brilliant man. And I thought about them um, more specifically about Dr. Amos Wilson when you were speaking. And he was on his lecture, and he was talking about the fact that so many people feel this idea. Um, Unfortunately, many black people feel this way, but many black people feel this way as well. But it has different types of perspectives. But if we only had more interracial um, occurrences that somehow this would change racism. This idea that in order to change or stop racism, that black people mm-hmm. need to lose many of their ethnic traits. That black people need to lose uh, um, more of who they are because what happens is, even though the white person, uh, the white person and black person producing a child. The science is dominated uh, physically, but you're also watering down the blackness. As Malcolm X said, you have a cup of coffee, excuse me, and you keep pouring cream in it, more and more cream, eventually you don't have coffee anymore. So the idea that we have to mix uh, in some type of relationship, uh, a sexual way or whatever with people in order for racism to stop, that is a very, very Laws, um, it, 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 I, it's a lot of things, uh, but way to think. And that only shows how racist, hold on, let me finish. That only shows how racist people really are, and they don't even realize it. To have to say that in order for racism and prejudice and all of these things to stop, you have to get with a white person. You have to have more interracial relationships. Why not? Why? Why can't black well, people be in relationships? Excuse me, let me finish, and I'll be quiet okay. and let you speak. Okay. Why can't black men and black women be together, and white people be together, and whoever, and racism be stopped? 
Why can't that? Why can't it cut down under those pretenses? Why does it have to be black people have to intermingle? And see, this is this is again the idea of black people moving away from blackness, right? Becoming more white or whitewashed in order for things to be more racially uh, uh, harmonized. But that has not worked. It will never work. Okay, that's just not what this is about. Racism, white supremacy runs far deeper than that. And even to suggest that interracial relationships would somehow make race relations better is a very small idea. And lastly, I will say this. There is um, this compilation on YouTube, I believe it's probably still up, and it has a compilation of all of these different instances that were caught on video of interracial relationships. And within the relationship, you heard you heard the white person say, "Call the person the N word," right? Um, I was watching some other show, and they had these these um, occurrences on there. Now these are white people in relationships and having children and dating all of it to black people. And when that person makes them upset, when the black man makes that white woman upset, will you in? She'll throw that word out in a heartbeat. Same thing, white men do it to, to the black woman. You fit in a heartbeat. So this idea that just because you get with one black person means you're no longer racist is a lie. I'm done. Okay. Well, I noticed that when you had referred to the integration, that you automatically assumed that it would have to be a black person giving up everything to be with a, or because they're going to be with a white person. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's true because a white person can love a black person or any person for that matter for who they are and not because of their color, for one thing. So nobody's asking to give up any type of heritage or blackness or, or whatever, you know, whether it's blackness or Asianness or Hispanicness or whatever. You have a lot of interracial marriages with Hispanics and um, I guess you could say whites but they weren't asked to give up their Mexican heritage. And, you know, a lot of times you'll have the white person where it's actually kind of both because since they love each other, they love each other for who they are. And so I don't see why you would have to give up anything if you were in love with or engaged with a the, with the person um, and had inter, I guess, racial relationships. I mean, we're all human beings. We're all of the human race. And but that's in a very... I'm sorry. I don't want to talk. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love your opinions. I, I learn a lot when I listen to this show. I like to expand my mind and, and make some very good points. And in some cases, that does happen. And, um, and I respect your opinions, too. Whether I agree with them or not, I do respect that you are actually voicing an opinion and... Um, and that's good. More people need to do that. <laughs> so, anyway. I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You deserve it. Um, so, anyway, again, like I said, as far as the whole, if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone, you accept all of them. And you're not asked to give up anything as far as that's who you are. Why? Why? Now, you may develop, and, um, I guess, white ways of living, I don't know, <laughs> but it also could go the other way as well, or it might be both, and and that's what makes the couple good, because they complement each other, and so anyway, that's, that's all I have to say. 
Very interesting points of view. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, Renee, you you have some more? Yeah, I was just going to say that, but I'm going to try. I appreciate that. But, you know, I think it's very, it's kind of naive in some way. You've got a bad echo, man. Yeah, it's a feedback or something. Is that me? Is that me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe uh, I have to move. I have to move. Are you wearing a headset? I'm in my now. No, no. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So maybe in one of them spaces. <laughs> you know, it's one of those spots you have they have bad areas and so you get feedback no matter what. Um, you know, it, it's interesting that Renee did bring that up. I think what, what we have is a lot of. Um, I think we got a, a generational uh, difference going on, a gap. You know, because as we mentioned before, if you take the kids growing up now, uh, like Suzette say, you know, they they don't see black, white or whatever. You know, they just see that's my friend, you know, or, you know, that's my girlfriend, you know, and it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was yeah, growing kids up, always, kids, yeah, huh? yeah. but kids you know, have always been like that, like that. Yeah, well, you know, then again, you have to understand, like I mentioned before, about the different the um the different neighborhoods and things that the, you know how the neighborhoods were set up or communities were set up back then as well you know because you had more black neighborhoods and more white neighborhoods uh point, now point. now you have uh, a combination <laughs> you know as you say Joe, they go to school together um they play sports or whatever together and you know it's just Together, uh, together, <laughs> together, you know, and, you know, it's interesting. And, and well, maybe, well, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, some of us old, older individuals need to take a look at it and say, well, maybe. But then again, as Renee say, you know, a lot of us say, well, you know, with with the mixing or what have you, we're losing our um, culture or identity. You know, and which is very important for any ethnicity. You sure, know, because usually, sure. usually what happens when you when you combine the two, one is gonna, um, how to say, take over the other one, overrule the other one, be you know the the, the majority of one, right, and the other one's gonna fall back. So yeah, I think that has a, a whole a big part of it as well. You know, and, and then, then you would say, huh? Um, it would depend um, on the person. Um, um, how strong they how are in their heritage. Is that Susan? I'm hearing a feedback from her. Back from her. Let me call back in. Let me call back in. Oh, maybe it's you, Joe, because I ain't heard feedback from neither one of them. Maybe it's you. Well, <laughs> you got right, your speakers on? <laughs> you got your speakers on? I'm going to put myself on mute myself and see if, if they if talk. They put myself on mute. They start talking. Start Let's see if there's any feedback. feedback. All right, well. While she calls back in, let me bring Stanley in. All right, Stanley, yeah, welcome boy, to yeah, the show. Boy. What's going on? <laughs> really, really. Man, Mr. 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 you want to well, what do you want to do? Burn the, the burn bridges? The bridges? Mr. 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 Mr.
Because I can hear everybody's echo. Echo. I ain't got no echo. Oh my echo was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't hear uh-huh. Eric's echo. Eric sounds uh-huh. Eric sounds Stanley yeah. sounds Stanley yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds, sounds without any echo. Everybody I hear my echo. I, I think okay. I can put myself on mute again. Okay. I hear that. All right. I hear you. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but it is not I. <laughs> Trust me, I don't fit too much <laughs> money on my system right now. <laughs> yeah, All can right. you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Stanley. Now, Stanley has an echo going on, but he must be in a big room or something. But go ahead, Stanley. Well, I'm not supposed to have an echo. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Anyway, anyway, uh, I agree agree with everybody. Uh, 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 It shouldn't be a thing of color. It should just be like you should go for the best best person that you want in your life.
you know, without people pointing a finger at them or without the law saying, uh-huh, you're not supposed to. So I'm all for the law getting out of it and for people uh, finding their own remedies. And there's no, re- and and there's no echo. Hmm. Can I say something know? if I'm not muted? So Jabbar? Jabbar, you're on. Eric hasn't come back yet. Okay. Um, um, I, I, I hope I'm not being too harsh here, but when I was Go on ahead. the show, I think it was last, I mentioned that people do not come in colors. We have nationalities. And for those individuals who want to maintain their cultural um, ways, mm-hmm. then every nation has its homeland. And if they want, those individuals want to maintain their individuality, then they have to recognize that they are in, in America. And if they want to hold on to their culture, they need to go back to their homeland. I'm not saying that to be mean or rude, but that's just how it is. That's why people come in nations and have nationalities, so that when they feel that their culture is being threatened, they can go back to their homeland where they can practice their culture. Uh, yeah, so I when wonder... they come here to America, they have to be, in my opinion, they have to be more open and willing to accept other cultures. Not It doesn't mean that they have to take on those cultures, but they have to understand that, hey, you gotta, you, we got to live together. And if you choose mm-hmm. not to mix with another culture, then that's fine. Don't you mix with that culture. But you can't prevent or set up rules and regulations that would stymie another person's freedom to intermingle or to take on another culture. And I I think that we have, as all people, have been put underneath this false belief that there is more than one race of people. There is only one race of people. That's the human race. And we're divided into nationalities and into Mm -hmm. tribes. Mm -hmm. So there is no racism, technically. But but the problem a lot of people to describe is the the (laughs) theft of one's birthright, which is your right to be who you are as you are and to live as you want to live without harming someone else. Moment someone passes a law or tries to do something that interferes with your rights, your birth rights, then we have been trained to label it as Racism. It's not racism. Maybe someone doesn't like you because of your what? ways or your culture or something you've done in the past yeah. to them or something that, that members of your nation has done to their nation in the past, and it's just a mistrust. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Please but, let me respond to that. Please let me respond to that. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> you know, so much. Um, look, okay. This whole... Um, Humanity and um, with the human race and all of that. Okay, that's all fine and well and good and and whatever, right? But here's the truth. Let's see. I don't like dealing with things as we wish they were. I like dealing with things as they actually exist, right? So I like dealing with reality. I consider myself a realist. Now, the truth is that for the last however many hundreds of years in this land. It has been racialized, right? We are dealing with a racialized society, whether people like it, hate it, or whatever, okay? This is why when you go get your driver's license, 
what do they do? They put your race on there. Okay? This is why you go fill out an application. You put your race on it. It's a racialized society. So under a racialized society, it's absolutely ridiculous to pretend as if race doesn't matter. It's absolutely, excuse me, ridiculous to talk about nationalism. You're cutting. You're You're coming in and out, Renee. You're coming in and out. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go up to my... Uh, oh, I can hear you now. You're, 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 okay. you're good now. You're good now. You're but good check now. this out. Okay, but check this out, right? So if we're dealing with reality, right? So let's deal with reality. You said it's not about race. You said that, oh, somebody could just not like your ways and this, that, and the other. Okay. So let's look at this big, glaring, shining example, right? Let's look at mass incarceration, okay? Now, we see that black people are 13% of the total population. But we make up over half, actually uh, minorities, including uh, Mexicans or what have you, Latinos rather, make up I think 60 plus percent of the prison population, all right? One in every three black men will be incarcerated at some point in his life. For white men, Mm -hmm. I think it's one in every 14 or, or one in every 17, something like that. Now, or maybe less than that, but it's it's much, much, um, you know, it's much higher for black men. That's because of race, okay? All of the statistics have come out, right, which is that black men, most black men are incarcerated for nonviolent drug offenses. But guess what the research and studies say? They say that white people and black people use drugs at the same rate. If not, white people use drugs more. So if that is the case, why do we have so many black men incarcerated on nonviolent drug offenses, right? We talk about race doesn't matter. I'll give you one more. Let's look at redlining. Starting in the 1930s, there's, a, there's some great documentaries out there about it right now. I'll get the names for you in a minute. But they talked about it starting in the 1930s, okay, across the board in America, there became redlining for areas, right? So black people will be concentrated in certain areas, right, where you would have less access to resources, you would have poorer schools, you would have many other things of, of that nature, right? And your insurance rate rates would be sky high, right? And then these other areas were going to be exclusively white or even other races, right? So primarily white people be allowed to be in these certain neighborhoods, in these certain districts. And to this day, you see it happening. And right now, there's redistribution happening in my city and in every major city across this country where the black people, come back, the come black back, populations come back, come back. are being changed out. Come back. Okay, you guys go ahead. You're cutting now. Come back, come back. Okay, okay you guys go ahead. That changed. Okay, can I make a quick 21? comment on that, on everything that you sure. said? Yeah, yeah. First of all, I would not agree with you on the statistics on everything that you said. You and I do not have an agreement about disagreement about that. We do not have a disagreement about how blacks or those who call themselves black are being taken advantage of. But here's what I'm saying: they're being taken advantage of, in my opinion, is because what. When when you go to court and you don't have a fair trial, or you're you're being redlined, or you're being charged for charges being applied to you which really aren't applied to you, then 
that to me is you, someone is stealing your right to a fair trial, to live in a neighborhood you want to live into, to not to be charged under the proper law. Those are the things that are those are your birthrights. You have the right to to fair trials and and all those things that you said. So it's hard. How how are you going to be able to prove that these things were done because of somebody's race? when there are European brothers being taken advantage of, maybe not to the same degree, but they are being taken advantage of. And if you don't believe that, then maybe you need to change your circle of friends. Now, the last wait, thing wait, I'll say is this. Let me say this last thing. So, I mean, it, it, you can prove that somebody is stealing your birthright by the very thing that they are doing, which prevents you from receiving the rights that are due to you from our creator. And that goes, again, starts from the law. If the law is being misapplied to you, you can identify that someone's trying to steal your right by applying the false law against you. When somebody's redlining you from, from living where you want to live, you can go to the law and show where they cannot do that. But, but how can you, but, where are you going to go and say he's doing something to you because of your race? When the civilized world knows that there's only one race of people, and that's the human race, so you bring in the false argument, and when you bring a false but, argument, you're going to get a false verdict, if you understand what but, I'm saying. You're not going to be able to win with the false argument. You're losing from the beginning because your argument but, is wrong. Eric, are you there? But, 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 yeah, but, but Eric, okay. Eric, you're there? Okay. The, yeah, the I'm thing here. I'm listening to, what, okay, go ahead, Eric. You have something to say? No, no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll oh, let y'all okay. talk. Yeah, I, was, I just want to okay. There are okay, racist but, uh, communities. There are racist judges. And if they, wait, 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 they're, they, just, was, they will see they're in charge of the laws. I'm sorry, Stanley. The, the, the thing I would say to ask your question is, if you take a black man and you tell him he's going to have the same sentence as a white man, then I would agree with you. But that's not the case. That is not the case. If you take the same black man who did the same crime compared to a white man who did the same crime, you know as a black man you're going to get a tougher sentence compared to that white man. And that is a I'm not, I'm not disagreeing what, with wait, you on that, but what I'm saying is that wait, if you but, can but, point, but, but, if, if the law says... Let me finish. Oh, yeah, let let me I just want to make a point. I just want to make a point. The reason that a lot of people are going to something that a lot of people could go. The reason that a lot of people were basically happy and, and almost uh, screaming uh, whatever when O.J. Simpson was found not guilty was not the fact that a lot of black people didn't believe that he did it. Was the fact that a lot of black people could come to white people and say, for the first time, you feel, you know what it feels when injustice happens to you. For the first time, you have a black man who, is, who has enough money, who could get the, basically the dream team, who could get the best lawyer since sliced bread, and could get off of a crime. And, and as a black man, you will look at you and say, this is normal. We see so many white people who've done the crime, who've done the stuff, because they get great lawyers and everything, they're off. And the whole thing that the whole thing that OG Simpson brought was that unfairness that showed in public. The unfairness <clears throat> that shows it was the police. The unfairness right. that shows how come the police is acting a certain way when you're arrested. I'm a black man in New York, I guarantee you, you would not tell how many times I'm driving, minding my own business. 
doing nothing, doing my stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Policeman is coming in front of me. See, can I have your paper? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why? Uh-huh. Can, I, I can I have your paper? And I'm asking the policeman, why are you stopping me? Did I did I right. did I did I cross the light? Did I do this? No, you didn't. I just want to have your paper. Know in my mind, the reason he's giving me this is because I'm a black man. As a black man, I go to rich places in New York. There are millionaires, billionaires. I know some friends over there. Do you know how many times the policeman came in front of me and stopped the car and said, can I have your paper? I'm just walking. Thank God I had the sense that my parents told me, do not react. Just give them the paper. But another black man would be frustrated after a while. So you cannot say to us, we would love to have a human race, but if you want to have a human race, you cannot say that to a white person. If I go to any white person, you get arrested any time of the day. No, you don't. You get stopped any time of the day you have a car. No, you don't. Don't tell me it's not because of my color. Can, can I say something? Um, I, I want to say something to what the man was saying. And, you know, wow, Um. I really, and I'm not trying to be funny, I really don't know what world that you are living in. I think it's definitely psychological. This is what we see. This is one of the uh, types of psychological effects that we see um, from having been under the system of racism, white supremacy, this type of cognitive dissonance, which is that no matter how much evidence and proof that there is, that this is a racialized society, that black people are discriminated against to the maximum degree, that black people are under certain conditions that other races are not under and not in the same way. The fact that all of this evidence has to be given to you, and I'm assuming, excuse me, you're a black man. You've got to say you're a human. Okay, we know we're human, but I would, I would assume you're a black man. So no, I'm, the fact I'm not a black man, to, but I know what on, you mean. Go hold ahead. on, hold on, just let me finish. The fact that somebody has to provide you with all of this evidence, right, that we know exists. We just talked about Freddie Gray and all of that. And then you turn around and, oh, we're all humans and, and racist. This is not a racist side. That's nothing but cognitive dissonance, okay? That's a mental issue. I, I'm not saying you're crazy or anything, but I'm just saying that's a psychological issue that no matter what, you're going to stick to your belief and to your guns, no matter how much evidence is presented to you to the contrary. And and here's the thing. The thing. You know, I get, you know, I, I, I get it I, because... I, what the hell? What the hell? Yes, yeah, echo, echo. But, um, oh, now but the I get it because what happened? What happened? I don't know, but I, don't, I get it because we, we try to deal with the society in the best way we can. And it's basically and a coping mechanism, which is that you're trying to cope with the issues of the, issues of the society of the pretending that they don't exist and pretending and that it's just about being human, human. Right? But right. you can pretend all you want to. It doesn't change. You say anything goes to the court and you court it. But if we're not dealing with race, then why would anybody need to go to the court? You're saying that, you're saying that there's no that there's uh, a race and all of this stuff. You're, you're saying that you're saying it's not about how what somebody's race So then why would black people need to go to court if it's not about race, about race? Yeah. Can yeah. everybody hold can everybody on for a second? Because I don't know if Eric's around. I heard that I heard the beep. Yeah. The beep. yeah. I'm, I'm still here. I'm, I'm still here. I'm listening. Did you press the button? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. The echo returned. It's major. It's echo. Echo. No. On the button I pressed was talking to May, who I'm going to bring in in a minute, but that was it. That might have been. But I think it's a line. Something to talk. Renee, I'm Renee. Can I say this? 
I agree. Hello? I agree. Hello? Yes. Yes, I got to echo Sister, I'm, I'm not sure your name, who we're talking about. We're talking about. Uh, I, I completely agree with you on, again, on, like, things, things that, that happen to us as so-called black people. That I live in the same world that you live in. Trust me. Those things have happened to me in the past. But once Wait, I realized. Wait, let me realized, say one more thing. I wasn't done. Let me say this real quick. I'm sorry before you go. Let me say this really quick. I think the thing that people also miss um, is that when we're talking about or me, when, when myself and probably people with, with my um, perspective are talking about racism, white supremacy, I think maybe what you're missing is I'm talking about something that is systematic, all right? This is something there's a system in place, right? This is coming from the judicial, the this, the that, all of the, um, like Dr. Uh, uh, Francis Quest Welting laid out in Neely Fuller, the nine areas of people activity, right, that cover things like labor, law, entertainment, uh, um, war, politics, education, right? And these areas is a systematic racism, okay? You're missing that. I'm not talking about one or two people here or there. It's an entire system. But go ahead. Okay, I agree with you. Is a system, but if you go back and study history, what you're going to discover is America, this land. Ever since it was starting to be colonized, it was built on slaves and slavery and the stealing of people's rights of enjoyment, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the very first slaves that were sent here to the Americas were indeed our European brothers from Scotland and Ireland. Those were the very first slaves. That's African, true. quote, slaves came in later for different reasons. Now, blacks owned slaves. Whites owned slaves. So slavery was an industry that the elite of both nations of people took advantage of not only of members of their nations, but members of the other nations. And it's a, the systematic thing that you're talking about. You can go to high places in government and see that, hey, look, black elites are ignoring the, the issues of the black minorities, just like white elites are ignoring the issues of poor white Americans. That's so true. what is the, the system that you're talking about from my opinion, it's not white racism or white supremacy. It is the theft of what? individuals' birth rights, which are those rights that are that are stated in the Declaration of Independence, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is what's being stolen. And you can so easily prove answer that. Me. So please answer me then, when black, when white people are 70% of the population, black people are 13%, black men are 6% of the population, why are so many of them incarcerated and white people are not? Okay, why? because of this. It's about because of this. all of this other stuff you're saying. Okay, this is the reason why. Because those who call themselves black are indeed and in fact the Aboriginal and Indigenous people of America. And as long as oh the system, white theft can put those people, the more those people in jail is, is allows the oh. system to continue, continue. System of system of, system of, of birthright theft to continue. Because 
everybody well, else everybody is foreign to the land. They're right. They're come, come. Again. So you're talking again. about the racism. Aboriginal and Indigenous people who have, who have, they have mislabeled they have mislabeled Americans. Can we, Americans. Can we now? I want to make a suggestion. I want to make a that that can people agree that um, that uh, a Jabari, I think a Jabari, it's on an anthropological level, of, can we can we to stop the discussion that that has occurred before has occurred about this? About can we just say that we people of color color for you for you um, so that you can, so that you know you can you know understand that other people when they when they say black and you don't say and you say that they're not black actually human. That they mean that they, people of color, people and of you color, will probably you agree that it's people of color who are being targeted. Okay? Because otherwise, so this, this discussion is going to get into an anthropological argument or discussion about who's black, who's not black, where we come from, Aboriginal rights, et cetera, et cetera. The fact is that the minority in this country are people of color regardless of whether there are there are black race black or, or Martian race. Martian. They're not the Anglo So could everybody so agree on that so that we can you know move forward you know, forward my suggestion. Can I get a mic stand now? That's a good idea. Uh yeah, go ahead. Just let May get hers in now. Well, I, well, I was listening to I was, the, I was listening to the conversation when I heard, when I heard that black that women get white men because white of his money. Money. That's not true. That's not because you got black women got taking, care, taking care, of care of white men. Just you like you got you white like women taking white care of black men. Black. Get that one straight. Get first. that one straight. Uh, but the biracial children, children. Uh, 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 just being. Uh, and you got people and mad because that's mad happening. Because, it's, it's, because they had laws, they had like and white people getting married in the first place. I can't really understand what you're saying. Some of the ways. Yeah, the echo is really yeah. bad, which is pretty good with me. Really I, like I think it's I think it's Mr. I think it's Mr. Talk, uh, uh, Matt. Uh, I mean, I, I think, think it's Mr. Talk. Yeah. I think it's I think it's either BTR, uh-huh. your, your 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 computer. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, anyway, as I was saying. And the lady that came, the lady she was Hispanic, 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 white. Hispanic, white. They don't claim they themselves as being white anymore. They're just Hispanic. Hispanic. And what the confusion what come in is, is that you got one that group of people that want to dominate, and then you think, and then when Renee is saying that you have to get rid of your you heritage, heritage. Of your no, you don't. No, you, you don't. Get rid of your heritage. heritage. You let somebody take it away from you. So cause nowadays, so they raise kids or sharing hair. They go to grandma's house one weekend, and they go to the other grandma's house one weekend. And so they won't be mixed up. So they have a choice. They don't have any choice anymore. It's quick, quick. Why did not make sure? I can't really hear what you're saying because of the echo. Yeah, yeah that is because the echo is the killer. Killer. Which, I, which, which I'm glad they can see both sides. Yeah. They can see both sides of, of, of what's going on. If they send it to the white grandma house or the Hispanic grandma house or the Asian grandma house, then they go over to the black grandma house. You, you're sharing them. You know, you're teaching them. And those people that's in the way, it's a dying breed. Okay. No, I, I want to it. And I say you love who you want to, but people can always love Let's who they that. want to. Because it, as as uh, whatever the one was saying, uh, uh, black white people black people own slaves too, but they were not disrespecting them when they owned them. They were in distant service, and that's what right. they were doing working. They weren't raping, taking them, and, and moving them, and doing things like that with them. That's the difference when you talk about when black people and own that- slaves. And they could and everybody could still own slaves if they would have treated them right, as if they were human beings. But that's Wait a minute! Wait a minute! This this 
I just well, let me finish, Joe. I, I heard you too, so I'm getting okay. down to the gist of it. Okay, so sorry. now that's why Patrick Cannon is having a fit because he thinks his race is going away. So why do you think his race is, he's having a fit because his race is going? Because when well, his race is. go away, in a sense, I mean, it's no talk about anymore. Look, 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 everybody look, might be equal after all of this. Then what? No, no, that does not solve racism. Mixing people and mixing people up. Why should people have to uh, lose? their cultural identity, their melanin, and things of this nature in order to stop racism. Why can racism stop on the strength of people being the actual race or culture or ethnicity that they are? So that's to me, that's, that's, that's no focus, but the help. You are never going to prevent someone from practicing, quote, unquote, racism against any other group of people. But the one thing that you can rely upon to, to, to possibly... I thought racism doesn't exist. You said it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist, but it, it doesn't exist. But if you're going to keep using the word, then yeah, he just I'm, I'm trying he to communicate with you. I told you that it doesn't exist. You insist that it is going to continue to exist. The only thing that's going to cure it is to find out the law that is being broken, that you're no. that, that, that someone's practicing racism against you. And enforce that law, and the law okay, so that fine. prevents Well, you can't do that because you've got too many crooked courts. We, we, have, we have an entire uh, enforce law. within the, the law black is community, there to protect the Moors. You. No, no, sir. Listen, the oh. Moors, this is what the, the Moors deal with the law, okay? And as you can look up a billion videos on YouTube, as you can look up a ton of information, wealth of information, online or in books or what have you, okay, many of this Moorish uh, um, citizenship and nationhood, much of that is never given it any credence. Much of it never gets off the ground because if it did work, listen to me uh, closely, you had people, excuse me, back in the day, Nobu Ali and all of these other people that came since then and the Moors who have gone into the the legal realms, okay, if that really worked, a ton of black people would be Moors today. If it really meant that, all of them brothers who's locked up would become Moors and get out of prison, okay? Understand, that's not going to happen, all right? Now, check this out. Check this out. Again, Comment. you Comment. are speaking. No. No, 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 no. And then here's another okay. thing. Here's another thing. You're saying that they have to give you this and give you that if you go legally, Right. If they don't do it, which they haven't been doing it, who is going to punish them? What power do you have or what what board or what United Nations or whatever is going to sanction the United States of America because they violated the law? They've been violating the law. So why do they have to listen to you and give any credence to what you say? That's bull. I'm sorry. Can I comment? Well, just Go a minute ahead. before you speak more. We um, have to have the, 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 the six, seven votes, what Clarence Thomas did, you know, seven to one. Today, uh, yesterday, whenever it was, that vote that they took on something that had to do with uh, blacks on juries and all of this stuff, they took a vote on it, seven to one. On what? What? And Clarence, some objected to it. All the other ones voted for it. For blacks being on, on, what? on you know, getting getting purged off the jury. Can we? Well, let's go back. Let's so let Jabbar respond, the and then let's go back to Mays, because this is interesting. So let Jabbar respond, then I like to hear what Mays has to uh, say myself. Jabbar, you wanted to respond. He, he keeps talking about the courts. So I'm just telling him what the courts did today. I know, but Jabbar wanted to respond to Renee, and then 
um, you can come in uh, with an additional, it seems like a different topic. No, it's the same. Okay. Jabari, did you want to respond? Yeah, yeah, if I may. Um, now, when she speaks of Moors, every Moor, just like every black person, quote-unquote black person, white person, is different. Just because you're a Moor, when you go into court, that doesn't necessarily mean you presented the right argument or presented the correct evidence to get yourself out of something. Okay, so there are Moors oh, in jail right for, argument. Okay. for crimes that they did commit and should be in jail rightfully. Then you have other people, other Moors, who become, who want to become, you can't become a Moor, but who become a Moor in order to get out of something that they committed while they were quote-unquote black. So th there is what we call dirty Moors, which gives Moorish Americans a bad name, one. Next thing is this. If you present the proper case, the proper facts to a court, and that, and that judge is, is correct in his decision, then, then you have justification for protecting yourself and your rights. Give me a historical record. Hold on, 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 and, I mean, I don't answer any question, but, but just throw them at me just one at a time. Well, questions, I can't remember them all. But anyway, that, that's all I had to say about, about those, the point that, that the sister made. Uh, can Mace come in? No, now? can I finish? Okay. You let Mace come in? So then you talk about what the Supreme Court did, and then you got this this uh, 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 judge that's in Ohio. They wanted to put her in jail, so the feds had to step in and to tell, because the state said they weren't going to deal with her case. And uh, they were trying to put her in prison. And so the, the feds stepped in, stopped them. So, and uh, something's wrong with this system. And uh, it's always something that's wrong with this system. So when the more on here, the one that's the more, talking about the justice system, what is the justice system against the more too? What are they going to do? Well, okay. when I mean, you say the, the justice system. Wait, hold on. The system is not broken, all right? I don't know why people keep saying that. The system is broken. The system is not broken. It's working absolutely perfectly. It's working just how it was set up and created to work. I don't know. People, please stop saying the system is broken, okay? The system is how it's the system is how it has always been, period, and it will always be like that under this regime, under the, under the system of racism, white supremacy. But to the brother or the man who was speaking, you know what, everything, you continue to sidestep it. So when I present to you the fact that many, 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 many more have tried to do this nationhood thing and these different things, yes. and guess what? They don't get it, and guess what? It doesn't go anywhere because if it did and if it worked, it would have the masses of black men who are in, and women who are incarcerated that would be more. Now, check this out. What you did was you didn't give any validity to that, which I have a, a, a historical foundation for that. You just say they didn't present the right argument. So you know every more and every situation that happened that they – didn't present the right argument, and then what is the right argument? And did you take it to the court? 
Did you were you able to a lot of things at me? I like to comment on it. Yeah, I like to. I like to have. Before you do that, I'd like to add an additional comment to Renee, uh, which is part of I'd like to dovetail off of that. Jabbar, can you mention any Moorish lawyer or any Moorish community in which the lawyer has consistently, uh, within the laws of the United States, gotten his or her clients off? No, because in no, because I don't know of any Moors who are lawyers. Okay, Moors aren't lawyers. Okay, well then, outside of outside of that, now with what Renee is asking, do you know of Moors who are not lawyers but who have who have used their particular knowledge of the of the Moors to consistently win in court? No, I do not know of okay. any Moors. I, I've I've never seen a case where any Moor has gotten off for murder. I've never seen a case of any Moor that has gotten off for robbery. They should no, not be. So, I'm not saying just uh, one offense, any offense. What type any of case where, that I can go to that you can show me where a Moor commit, committed a crime against someone else and got off? No, I have not. In the, as a matter of fact, he shouldn't get off if he committed okay, a crime. Okay, so what so about, as Renee is no asking, case. what about the lower crimes, traffic uh, traffic tickets, jaywalking, spitting on the sidewalk, uh, misdemeanors, mm-hmm. et cetera? I tell you what, Joe, you give me your email address, and I'll show you several tickets personally that I've gotten dismissed for one reason or another. And that's how did you, how did you do it? More. I can, can tell give you it to Renee because nobody knows my email. I can tell you how people get off and they're not more. They go to no, I'm school. asking this man who's, get, oh. who's gotten off for all of these tickets and things because I you have a ticket it. right now. So please tell me, how did you get off? Well, okay. I, okay. With, with, well, if let's say for instance a parking ticket, even a, a quote-unquote driving ticket, what you have to understand is the language that they are using. What you believe is driving is not you getting in your private non-passenger automobile and going down the street. That's not what a driver is. That's not what driving is. A driver is like a taxi cab driver, a, a person who is engaged in the business. Of taking someone. We talked about that on last week. Want to know how to get out of the ticket? Not no, no, yeah, right. Okay, let me try to facilitate this. Jabbar talked about it last week about commercial versus non-commercial. So, right, if you can send the information to either Renee or Eric or Maze, um, that'll be good. Yes, please. I'm sorry, you broke up on me. My email. I said if you could, if you could send the inf- not to me because nobody knows my email on um, BTR. But if you want to send the information to either Renee or Mays or Stanley or Eric, no, they don't need it. Okay, or so Eric. Who, who, who's the lady who's having an issue with the ticket? I'll send well, it to her if she's willing if to. I'm giving my email. Okay, go right ahead. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. Revolutionary Renee. At AOL dot com. Renee being spelled R E N E E. Revolutionary at AOL.com. Renee. Revolutionary. At AOL.com. Yes. Okay. Okay, because then All you can right, send I it to her, that. and then you know, then we can talk about it later. Because this, this is a discussion we had yeah. last week when you were talking about driver <laughs> versus um, commercial <laughs> versus non-commercial. So. Hey, hey, Renee, is it a parking or driving? Driving. Does it matter? Issue. Renee? Driving. 
Driving, okay. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary Renee. Okay. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm, right now I'm going to send you a quick email just to make sure I have the correct email address and just respond back to it, and I'll go through my files and get you the uh, information on it. What state is Well, we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that through the email. I'll send you a text okay. email right now. Okay. And Stanley, so we can do Lance, that. Stanley, are you listening? Or you don't want to respond to anything? He's, He's probably on speaker. I'm I, 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 no, I'm listening to what everybody's saying and everything. I'm just uh, okay. So, uh, Renee, for now and so, Renee, did you want to finish up anything? Hello? Hello? Renee, when you or, get your ticket clear, let that? us know if you had to pay any money. Uh, who wants? <laughs> I guess Maze is talking. Go ahead, Maze. Hey, Renee, I just sent the test. Please respond back to me if you get it or if you don't get it. Okay. I just sent it. Okay, Suzette, Suzette or Mace, who's, who's next? Yeah, no, I want to respond to one thing. Okay. One of the persons said that, I don't know who said I think it's Renee who said that she had a problem that, uh, that we had a comment that said that black women are basically – spending money on white people, but when a black woman is with a black man, she doesn't spend it. She said she had a, that that's not true, that they both do it. Yes, when I they, said they both do what? it. What? Okay, I Renee, said what now? She said that, that it's not true, that a black that woman a black will basically spend money spend on a white person, person, but she'll but also she'll spend also money spend on a black person. Okay, I heard that. Well, well, I heard that. Heard, now I'm getting the echo again. That was Mays who said that. Yeah, and he didn't get it right. He didn't get it right. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. What did you say? I just want to make sure. I, I said the, the the lady that was on said that oh, somebody said that the reason black women date white men is because they have money. Mhm. Well, black white women white men date black women because they have money. And white women date black men because of the sports thing when they come into money. Mm-hmm. And well, that is what I see. Okay. Okay. Understood. All right. So does anybody have any, you know? <laughs> okay, I just wanted cool. to add real quick. Um, our society has a tendency also to misuse terms. Not saying that anybody here in the room did, but if we can at least educate with our discussion that we have um, on the air, it's, it's a really good discussion. We all have our point of views and are very respectful. Who's talking now? Is that Suzette that's, or Renee? That's Suzette, and that's Suzette, why okay. I, is because I love you guys. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so we have prejudice, which is a preconceived opinion that is not based on experience. And so those are the people that have no clue about uh, other people uh, and what their life is about. Is and then we have... Oh, that oh, freaking, freaking... And... We have um, a, it's against a race based on belief um, that their race is superior than others. And then we have bigotry, which is a stubborn and complete intolerance of any creed, belief, or opinion that differs from one's own opinion. So with, we can differentiate those um, for other people because racism is a very, very strong word. And, and um, it doesn't only apply to black people. But, you know, yes, it does. that's what we're I dealing with. opinions hurt people. Okay. Here's the thing. This is what people get, a lot of people get mixed up when we talk about racism. Okay. Racism has an implication of power. Okay. 
So which means that you have the ability to back up um, your belief against another race or another race. Another race. Just to echo back. Just to echo back. Yeah, that echo came back that, that um that uh, clicking sound. Yeah, but here's the thing, okay. Now, like I said, there's an implication of power behind the term racism, okay, that ism yes. is a system. Yes. Hold on, please, is a system, okay. Now, that's what I speak about. I speak about systematic issues that concern the black co- collective, okay. If you're talking about one person, and here's the thing, black people cannot be racist. I know people say, oh, that's not true. Black people cannot be racist. Can we be bigoted? Can we be prejudiced? Absolutely we can. But we cannot be racist because we do not have the power in place to uh, uh, subjugate white people, to to um, oppress white people, to prevent white people from getting a living, from working, from living in certain areas or communities. We don't have the power to do that, right? So the white yes. power structure has the ability to oppress black people, to keep black people from certain, living in certain areas, from getting certain positions and so on and so forth. So that's what I'm speaking on directly. And you would be right. And I was just agreeing with you. I wasn't trying to cut in on you. Sorry, I was just saying yes to what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, you were basically <laughs> agreeing with her. That, and I think, Renee, if I'm correct, you're, you're stating the Claude Anderson um, uh, philosophy of racism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, him and, and many others, you oh, know, okay. it's, it's, there's an implication of, of, of power behind that. Right, and I can't dis- right. I can't disagree with that. I mean, if a black person is going to kill two white people, and he does it because he hates two white people. People will say, well, he is racist. But according to Claude Anderson, I guess, and the other authors, a view of racism, since the black person belongs to a, um, to a culture of people who are not in power. Yes, uh-huh. the white people are dead. Yes, he hated the white people. But it is not racism, even though the people are still dead. It is a matter right. of bigotry. Whereas the white people, even if they individually did not have power at all, but because they belong to the white structure of white supremacy, and if uh-huh. they killed black people, that would be racism. Would I be correct in my estimation? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. no, you won't. And, and just look at the historical record of that, right? We can look at the Trayvon Martin case where George Zimmerman, people try to say, oh, he was Latino. He's a white Hispanic, okay? He is absorbed by the white community. His father is Jewish, I believe. His father is Zimmerman. He's a, he's a judge. So he is what they call, uh, you know, honorary white person, okay? But that's because he killed a black trial. Hold on, please. For that Hold trial. on, please. Yeah. And okay. because he, right, for that trial. And because he killed a young black man, this was seen as a bonus or as a plus for many, many white people, which is why he could go and sell the gun he killed Trayvon Martin with for $120,000, which is why he can, go and do speaking, he can go and do speaking engagements and, and go to gun um, um, shows and, and get autographs things for people. That's why he's able to do that. Hold on, because he's an honorary white person um, and because he did something that was against black a black young man, which black young men are considered to be thugs and considered to be criminal criminals anyway. So that's you know that right there is kind of what you're saying put to life, um, Joe. In and that that's case, why, you had yeah, a that's man why I was that, saying, yeah. that's why I was saying for that trial, because right. it, it kind of tickles me when Hispanics. <clears throat> 
consider they can consider themselves Caucasian, but I can guarantee you, mm-hmm. white people do not consider Hispanics as Caucasian. Yeah, they but I'm gonna tell you why they they, use them they, count, they use it because of the count of their race to make more of them. In terms of the Department of Justice and the FBI statistics, you know, it's funny. Yeah. My uh, my particular conclusion after having read the statistics is that <laughs> um, Hispanics are white when it comes to padding the statistics, and they're black uh-huh. or minority when it comes to padding the statistics. When it comes to making certain groups white. of people look That's good, right. then white Hispanics are white. But when it comes to making the minority reports that the crime figures look bad, then Hispanics are considered part of the minority, thus lumped in with black people. But um, it's, again, it's all a matter of it is a matter of perception. But, but but perceptions are very, very real. Can I say something? The reason why let me say this real quick, Maze, and I'll be quiet. The reason why I just want to answer this real quick. The reason why quote unquote Latinos or whatever, white Hispanic, whatever you have I'm gonna put it. The reason why they are being used is because mainly because to pad the um population count for white people. Um since the year two thousand and fourteen, that was the first time um on in all of recorded history where there were more white people who died than were born. So in order to maintain a white power structure, if you are at a deficit when it comes to population, okay, because white people are actually at a deficit, all right, when it comes to the population growth, then you have to begin to do a couple of different things. So if you want to remain in power and you want to remain the the majority and you're not producing in that manner, then what you have to do is you have to suppress other ethnicities, other races and populations in their population growth, and then you also have to pad your numbers, which is why they're adding in the Latinos. And I want to say something with regards to what Jambara said. Oh, I'm um, going to be next, Joe. Talking about, sorry, I was me? Nick. I was next. Go ahead. As with your scenario, you're talking about two white people killing, two black people killing white people. We'll use OJ, for instance, as they say he didn't kill uh-huh. the lady. But he went to jail for stealing his own property. And then you got uh-huh. Zimmerman making all this money because he killed somebody and got away with it. That's what I mean. It's like something's wrong with that. Yeah, well, everybody's so agreeing with you. If it that. was right, if it yeah. was right, it wouldn't, ha- it wouldn't happen. So you still got people in, 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 in places that well, need true. to go. And once people move them out the way, we won't see stuff like that, and everybody can live to be happy. Well, okay. But, um... Jabbar also said something about... more money than they said he got in the beginning, which doesn't make any sense, and all those people played a part in it. What do you call them, Joe? What do I call what? Played a part in finding the weapon that he had, that he killed that man with, the, the young it man with. Probably, you know, it was retribution by the by the uh, district attorney for having O.J. wipe the floor uh, with using Johnny Cochran against the L.A. I'm not uh, talking about that. Her. I said, George Zimmerman, what do you think that those people that paid that money for that... Weapon. What do about you what do I think about that? Yeah, how do you feel about that? I think it's a little, a little bit excessive to pay for that gun. I think two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, is it's excessive uh, to pay for the gun, but it's not ridiculous for them to for them to even play in the park right. selling it, and then right. America got to look at what he's doing, and he's the biggest criminal that's walking the planet. To sell yeah. it? No, I don't think there's any wrong with him selling the gun. No. Oh, okay. Well, I do. Wow. Okay. I do too. All right, because I mean, because it is part of an it is part of um, now a landmark case in the United States. It is his gun. If it was a black person who had killed the white person, right, with that oh, particular man. type of oh, gun, that would break loose. That, well, that's the case. They better pull out a whole lot of guns. Well, I mean, the gun can still be sold on eBay or and sold they won't sell on whatever none of them. They go auction. To museums. 
But the thing is, is that I wanted to, I wanted to get back to what Jabbar was saying because he was talking about how uh, people that come over here and become slaves, the Irish. He's right. There's a book called I forget. I think all of us were slaves. That within the first century of uh, after having been discovered by um, by Columbus, half of the people that came over here were slaves, not indentured servants, but slaves. And what happened? But let me tell but, but see, here's the thing, and I'm not trying to desire you, you know, what anyone else went through, because Irish people should stand up for their enslavement, and whomever else should stand up for their enslavement, and the Japanese who were put in internment camps and, and whatever, Native Americans, everybody should stand up for whatever atrocities, whatever, you know, it is that they went through, which, by the way, everyone else, has received reparations. I mean, I'm not saying the Irish, but the Japanese, the Native Americans, the Jews, everyone has received reparations except for uh, uh, black Americans. But well, the kind of reparations anyway, that the Jews got, they got, the, they got reparations based upon what was found in the safety deposit boxes when uh, those boxes were opened up after the war. They, they didn't get reparations well, because the Jews, six million Jews, had uh, died in the Holocaust. Right. Well, whatever the case they got, can I finish? So, whatever the case they got, they got something. Okay. So they did get now, something as a result thing. of yeah having sued for. Uh, but for, for all of the work that my right. ancestors did for free, okay, for all of the patents and, and inventions that my people came up with, that were taken by many of these white companies, which to this day are making billions of dollars off the black. Uh, off the back of black people, off the blood, sweat, and tears of black people on Wall Street itself. There was there was a huge slave uh, uh, graveyard that was dug up years years ago. Okay, and in that slave, in that um, excuse me graveyard, they found that the bones. It showed that the people were literally worked to death, meaning the bones had separated from the muscle, which is consistent with somebody who is exerting their actual body, their muscles, everything working, okay? My people are the ones who built America. This is the whole thing. We were free labor. We built this country. So why should we not receive something? I don't give a damn what everybody else received, whatever, in the basis of that. Okay, cool. But for my people, we deserve reparations. And the other thing, let me say this real quick about the slavery thing. Now, I mean, look. It, it, there's no, there's no um, um, question that the the most severe form of slavery is chattel slavery, right? This is where you are not even a human. The actual definition of slavery is is meaning forced to work. You are forced to work, but chattel slavery takes it that much further, which basically dehumanizes you and makes you a piece of property, like you could have a cow or an ox or or, or a, a donkey or whatever. And that's what my people were considered, a piece of literal property, not even a human. Now, my people were stripped of every ounce of cultural identity, values, customs, traditions, language that they had. Everything was stripped of them. So when people come and say about these other racial groups and ethnicities who were slaveries and indentured servants, they were not stripped of all of their cultural identity and values, and they were not done in the same way that my people were done. Absolutely. They need recognition. Absolutely. Hey, Joe, Joe. I don't know. But again, with your people, though, your people sold 
the people. They, they, America, America was already built, and then the was already built. Hey, Joe, can, was Okay, hold on, guys. Hold on a second. Let Suzette go, finish to respond. Yes, and then I think Stanley wants to come in. Or was that Jabbar? That was Jabbar. Okay, Jabbar. I want to come um, in after Suzette, then Jabbar, then then anybody else. Go ahead. Uh, who was Suzette. built by who? It were tribes from um, from the black communities that had sold slaves to uh, to the Americans. Thank you. Thank and, you for saying that. And, and Ooh, I got you. Just I'll let you finish. I okay. got you. And then Go they ahead. took it from there. The white people took it from there. And mm. and then they treated the black people, like you said, inhumanely. I mean, really bad. And 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 then it changed, but not not like it should have changed anyway. But but originally, that's where it had begun. And they didn't have very much money, and they were controlled by their by their own um, people. Which I don't know how people of their own people could do that as far as trade people sell them off. But they did. Okay, yeah, I don't, you know what? Okay, after, all right, here's the thing. Nobody in America has been treated as badly other than the uh, other than the Indians than black people, especially when it comes to slavery. When you're going to compare slaves, I agree. I, I agree. don't think the Irish, the um and the um, um and the Chinese, well the Chinese almost were treated as badly as as blacks, okay? True. Nobody was. Now the Indians they weren't as Native slaves. Americans. You know what? I wouldn't even want to be called a Native American. It's well, like that's what they are, and that's what they should be called. No, they should be called Indians because no, that they makes be called Native it, that makes it their. That's what you own. got out of your book. Let me tell you something. If I was an Indian, I wouldn't want to be called a Native American. You're not one. That's why I'm telling you what it is. Well, no, no. You're telling me what your opinion is about what you are. No, I'm not telling you what their opinion is. I'm not telling you the opinion. Okay, your opinion. It's part of my heritage, and that's what I like. All right, that's what you like. All right. Go ahead, So here's the thing. All right. All right. This thing about, I hope when people make comparisons between slaves and different cultures and different ethnicities and nationalities, so they're not trying to say, well, because your people were enslaved, you should also take a look at my people who were enslaved. There is no comparison. Black people were beaten, um, and as Renee um, was talking about, walked to death. Walked to death. Um, the um, the, uh, the uh, women were raped. Raped. Um, uh, and I'm, and I'm sure that in other other ethnic, the Irish when they were over here, the Chinese the Chinese had their own separate ghettos. And the Irish were the Irish, they were treated badly also. But but with those conditions, as horrible as what happened to black people, I seriously doubt it. And if it did happen, it didn't happen in so pervasive a manner, and it didn't happen for as long. So I wanted to say that. Um, and why, Maze, do you want to be called? A Native American. It's part of my heritage. That's why I want to be called a Native American. And it's on the paper. It's called it is Native American. It's not called Indian. So that's what why. happens and if, also, if, what happens if said, somebody though, else you wants reach to be back called to an your Indian? Are you I mean, tell them? Can I ask you another question? You can reach yeah. back to and go back to your ancestors where they came from. I probably can go still do business or whatever with them. Yeah. What is the slave from Africa? Who could they reach back to? Who can they reach back to? Yeah. If they're what country, if they're can, what country Africa, can they reach back to from where they came? They can How do go they back find to. They can trail. they can trace yeah. their heritage back to Africa. I would imagine. Oh, they're starting to. And your point, <laughs> though, Maze, is 
because well, the land of milk and honey was right over there in that land, and they were taken away from it. And we know that. So? Steal, you still got people trying to steal it and take it. Again, we know that, and but it was our, it was their fault because they sold sold our ancestors to to your people. Oh, now okay, so that's your point. That's that what now we get. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. No, I have to the connection between that country that their ancestors were taken from, they don't have any connection with it. When you assimilate in a country. Still have, they should still have the connection with their motherland. And everybody and should. Land. Everybody should have and a connection do. with their German heritage, their English heritage. Thank you. But when you but are in a, another country. Black people are the only group of people that don't. Yes, they do. I see black people on this on this uh, on this station. Black people all over the place are always trying to make that connection between themselves They're as black Americans with now. Africa. And you got people stop, you got people trying to stop them from doing that. What man in this country that you know that they who's trying to stop from? anybody from making Tell that me. connection to Africa? What? Who's trying to stop yeah, anybody? Because uh, who has the papers? There was actually an agenda that was. Joe, Joe, can I say something to Maze real quick? May, 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 maybe this will solve her problem. No, you won't solve my problem because you are more, and we can, we, I can just listen that, to you. Maybe, but, but, you want to answer. Can you, explain that to me? Can I answer you? Can I answer, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey May, hey, look at it may. this way. I know you don't want to want more, and I'm not going to forcibly call you more, but just consider but just this. Consider I am I an American more. Someone who's Some, in a uh, uh, Another another country in on the continent of Africa. Let's say, for instance, um, uh, Sudan. Sudan. They are they have a Sudanian more. Okay, someone else could be a Moroccan more. Add more. We don't so, want to go. We don't. You went through that Friday. So when you say you don't have any attachment, your your heritage, well, have an attachment to the specific tribal people that you came from, but you as... What connection do you have to one? I probably got more connection with them more than you do. You understand what I'm saying? But you as being a part of the Moorish or Moroccan nation, I'm a, that's your you. connection. Can I tell you I, what I mean? I, yes, it is true. Our tribal culture was lost during the slave period, so it's hard for anybody to necessarily say what tribe I'm from. Just like a, just like a, a Italian, he may not, he may not know exactly which family of Italians he comes from, but he knows he's an Italian, and most he, of all, he knows he's a European. Can I ask you a question? Why do people have dual citizenship? Because people have nationalities, and it's for political reasons as well. Why do they have dual citizenship? Because they they respect because they're part their of one country and they're part of this one, right? So why can't Politic, the ancestors no, the children have the same thing? The way they have dual citizenship. Okay, it's, 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 okay it nationally you cannot be a yeah, part of two nations. Let me ask Renee something. Oh yes, you can. Renee was going to answer this question. Renee was going to answer about um, the separation of um, of national of, of people being prevented from going back to their roots. Renee, were you going to answer that? Yeah, I was going to say that there actually was an agenda. I wanted to speak to that and to the, um, about the black people owning slaves and stuff like that. But there was an actual agenda. I think it's the agenda. I have to look it up. But there was an agenda put forth during the 1960s, late 1960s, or it may have been actually 1970. Within that period, um, there was an agenda put forth where 
it wanted to prevent they wanted to prevent the coalition of black people um as far as connecting to Africans. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. Huh. Um because of the black power movement, um, you know, with the Panthers and Black Liberation Army and, and other um, you know, organizations at that time that were gaining a lot of, you know, leverage in the community. They wanted to prevent um the aligning of black Americans with Africans, um, actual, you know, they, oh, okay. you know, Africans, whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, because that would then increase, you know, the power. And even going back to uh, Marcus Garvey, he basically, the FBI was basically, dang near created somewhat around him, and the first black, uh, ever black FBI agent was hired in order to infiltrate him, in order to infiltrate his, his organization. Um, and they wanted to prevent, of course, Black people from rep- black people from repatriating to Liberia. So there was actually agendas and things put forth. Oh, okay. Um, to oh, all right. Yeah. But I wanted to say about the um, black slave owners, and or excuse me, black and African selling people into slavery. Um, a few things that people miss about that. <laughs> One of the things is that um, there was a difference in the enslavement of people in Africa versus the enslavement here. Um, when I talked about the chattel slavery, right, and the fact that whomever was enslaved there or was sold off, the idea behind it was a different form of slavery. There was no knowledge that these people would then be stripped of everything and done the way in which they were done. Slavery is not new to the world as a whole. But when I say that, the Europeans, took enslavement to a new low, to a far lower degree. You can speak about the people being sold, but let's speak about the actual actions that took place from those who enslaved the people on this land right here. So don't try to skirt the issue by then saying, oh, well, they sold their people. Well, who enslaved them? Who brutalized them? Who strung them up in trees? Who who quartered them? They would, they would tie, they tie black women to a horse on this side, a horse on that side, have the horses run, ripping people apart. These are actual things that took place. So let's not devalue that by trying to say, oh, well, they stole the people. Well, who enslaved them? Who brutalized them? Who beat them? Who raped them? Who did that? All right. We want to say thank you, Renee, for that. <laughs> that was some powerful <laughs> points for sure. Oh, uh, man. What a great conversation. I do apologize, y'all. I was working on some things. Hopefully we got that 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 um echo gone a little bit at least. You know, I was back and forth with you know who the these great people. But anyway, it's time for your last words. So we're gonna go ahead and let y'all get it in. So y'all get your thoughts together as I come to you. Y'all can let it go. We're gonna start with Suzette. You first. Oh, okay. Well I was as far as, as, far as, as, as echo, echo. Hello, hello. Well, go ahead. Um, go ahead and let the next person go until the echo goes away. <laughs> Did it go away? Oh, okay. Anyway, um, um, no, I agree as far as the way that the people in America have treated black slaves. There's no denying that. That was, that was, like you said, below anything that you could be as a human being to treat another human being that way. You, you were an animal to treat somebody that way. But um but the initial sale were whether or not they were treated, how they were treated, they were still enslaved 
and the fact that they sold them, sold people. How, how are you sell? And then once they're sold, they didn't think about them again, just like with anything else. If you once they're sold, something is sold. Unfortunately, it was a human being. Which God, I even I hate to even think the thought of that, but it, it happens. And so, had they not been sold, they would have, you know. And it's wrong to say, and it's bad to say, but when you think of it in those terms, they, they probably the slavery probably wouldn't have happened the way it did as far as the treatment because they would have remained in their own country. And so the initial sale itself of another human being, if they were never sold, you know, then that treatment I don't think would have existed. I, and And it may have, I don't know. You know, I wasn't there, so I can't say for sure. But I do agree that um, what the people did here in America to to the black people is far worse than anything that anybody's ever done to any other human being since the beginning of time, ever. <laughs> and that's my piece. Okay. Well, thank you for that. And uh, well, thank you for calling in. We really enjoy you. All right, next, Maze. Well, Mr. Tonk, it's not about the the selling. Uh, it's the it's the brutality that they took got after they was taken away from their people. And when you talk to some of them, they didn't even know what happened to them, and they apologized for even letting them go with the, the people that came up, picked them up. So they all deserve dual citizenship. They all deserve to go back to their ancestors' land and rule it. But guess how many people will be standing in the front line, to make sure they don't get them. And Joe, I'm appalled at you talking about. Zimmerman should have sold that gun because it was his. That piece of trash? I don't think so. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Mays. <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. Next up, Renee. All right. Thank you, Mr. Thomas. Great conversation. All of that good stuff. Um, you know, um, darn it, I wish I could have put this, but I, I will in the future. There's a great article um, by uh, YahooSolidarity.org um, that's about next time someone says, but Africans sold themselves into slavery, uh, send this article to them. Uh, but you, you all can find it, like I said, on YahooSolidarity.org. Um, but, you know, that to me it only further speaks to the idea um, of how conditions we have been in this country. That is the idea of passing the book. Um, you know, the truth of the matter and the fact of the matter is that my ancestors were enslaved in this country for hundreds of years. And um, the fact that um, starting in, I think it was 1619, um, was the first, or the first documented, I, I believe, um, um, Africans. Who, whom were bought here, which, by the way, there were already black people who were on this land. Um, let's get that straight as well. Some were brought here, some were already here, but regardless, were enslaved. So to then pass the buck, I'm talking about reparations from this country for their treatment of my ancestors and for their treatment of black people in general, okay? And to then try to pass it off on Africans sold their own people, that's nonsense. Please go read that article. And as somebody else mentioned about the Irish being a slave, well, 
guess what? White people sold their people into slavery too, okay? But guess what? We're in no way, shape, form, or fashion in chattel slavery and enslaved in the way that my ancestors were. There's no comparison. And their treatment did not remain that way like it has for my people for so many years. And we are still enslaved now. Let me say this real quickly. People don't understand. Slavery never stopped. It supposedly was ended 150 years ago this year, as of January this year. However, all it did was transition from one one enslavement to the other because in the 13th Amendment, there is an exception clause in there, which is that slavery is abolished, except, <laughs> let's look at the exception. If you are duly, meaning due process of law, duly convicted of a crime. So there is no uh dink there's no just, just happenstance. Uh, as to why the prisons are predominantly filled with black men and black women. That didn't just happen like that, people. That was a complete setup um, for it to be such. So, you know, people are very short-sighted. We a lot of times go with what we have been taught in, in school and in high school, college or whatever, and we're not really looking at it because what white people are going to tell the truth about what they really did. What white people are going to say, you know what, this is what we really did to these and what we still really doing today. They're not going to say that. So I would expect for people, for white people, and then this, this brother, brother Jabari or whomever, um, again, he has nothing but cognitive dissonance. He made sure to want to hurry up and jump in. Oh, yeah, the black people sold their people. See, because that's what we've been taught and said. However, he's so reluctant to admit racism, right? He's so reluctant to admit that black people are focused on single out and that we are targeted for so much of this. But he can quickly try to say, oh, well, African sold their people. You know, cognitive dissonance is awful. Thank you, Mr. Talk. With that, I'll just be done and have a great Peace. All right. Thank you, Renee. And once again, <laughs> great points. Great points. All right. Next up is Jabbar. Hey, Mr. Talk. Hey, thank you very much. Um, uh, first to Renee. First Renee, to be Renee. sure to my email, which I did send you. Next, let's let's talk about some truth here. Number one, we as Asiatic dark people of the world, we were the first enslavers, of first our own. Then we committed the greatest sin, which was enslaving members of our European family. Next, slavery was an industry which was participated in by both the elite, certain elite families of both the Moorish nation and the European nations. The corrupt individuals of both nations got together and started slaving one another's members of their nation. Okay? It is true that, quote-unquote, blacks suffered a greater degree of slavery. And the elite to this day understand that. And they love it when we talk about our different degrees of slavery as though one is greater than the other or one is less than another. Because what that does, it, it causes us to take the focus off of them, which 
which keeps us pitted against one another and allows the bureaucratic bondage to exist, which now exists. That's the issue now. We're in a bureaucratic form of slavery, all of us, because we're focusing on my pain is greater than your pain or your pain is not as great as my pain. We all suffered, and we need to keep our eyes on the fire starter, which is the corrupt leadership of both nations. I'm finished. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jabbar, for that. (laughs) Very interesting comments, to say the least. Very interesting. All right, Joe, last but not least. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you fine. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I happen yeah, to like the last thing like that far. Um, I, I would rather focus on the, on what is the the driving force of uh, of pain, brutality, hostility, war today, and that is the corruption of the leadership of all countries. Now, getting besides that, I'd like to address Maze. I don't know, uh, Maze. Do you have it in for me? What did I ever do to you? Don't. Don't answer that when next time when we <laughs> come together. But the thing is about the auction, I don't have any problem with anybody selling something. I think the um, the emphasis should be upon what is the intention, what's the value of that gun to whoever's going to buy it for such a high price. I can't blame Zimmerman for wanting to raise money. But for $200,000, which he didn't get, um, but let's say he gets $100,000 for that gun. What would be the, the value of that gun to the person who's willing to spend $100,000? So that's all I have to say because, as you know, Eric, I'm, I'm a guy that likes to keep my words nice and short and sweet and succinct. And that's it for me. That's it for me. All right. Thank you, Joe. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I'm sure Mays will uh, get you next time. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what a great show. I mean, wow. You know, when you have a show where you have a lot of intelligent uh, people um, dropping knowledge and, you know, having dialogue back and forth, there's a lot you can learn, a lot you can learn. And um, it's wonderful. And it was some wonderful convers- um, comments coming out of the chat room as well. Um, let's see. Oh, I got to go back a little bit. Anyway, hey, check it out. All right. Um, one said, what if Americans as, well, hold on, hold on. It dropped on me. I got to go back. It was interesting about um, Ellis Island. Y'all know that's where a lot of the so-called immigrants came at. What if Americans came as immigrants to Ellis Island? Would we be, what would we be today? Africans, if we could come as If we came as equal citizens, would we have the racism that exists today? And he goes on to say, the problem, Mr. Talk, we were property, and that leads to the problems of today. Um, It's the mindset that's carried on from generation to generation, and talks of institutions have not reformed at all. And I went on to talk to him anyway. So, you know, that's some of the comments coming out of the chat room, and it's correct as normal. You know, <clears throat> is it true? Can we say that there was one right answer and uh, one wrong answer? No, because all of it basically combined and, and, and combines to uh, paint the bigger picture of what's really going on. 
scary picture, but it, it paints a picture for us. That that's for sure. You, you can't deny that. Um, you know, my brother Jabari. You know, I <laughs> I love listening to him talk, and um, it's interesting some of the things he he says. But you know, I, I sometimes I hey, I just got to say I disagree um, with the slavery part. You know, yes, um, we we enslaved our own in other areas, but not to the extent uh, and the dehumanization as it was here in this country here. So I I can't I can't buy that one. Um, Moors, it's, I, I don't have a problem. You want to be a Moor, you be a Moor. I, I can't say I'm a Moor, okay, just because I'm dark skinned. I'm not gonna say that. Um, maybe I look in and see, but right now, no, no, I can't say that. You know, and, and it, it's, it's encouraging that we have young brothers and sisters like Renee and um, Jabbar, even Suzette. You know that that are able and don't forget Stanley able to you know step in and, and give comments and, and and show that there is a consciousness that is beginning to happen in this country that's a great thing that's a great thing and we also have to remember we have to have that up in mind when listening to each other because I, I always say we can take something from each other and always learn something new and uh, adapt it to what we're we're doing or what we're thinking but don't be afraid to disagree either. You know, don't. Because if you don't disagree, then <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? You're falling for anything, right? Right. All right. As always, Joe, thank you for moderating while we was trying to get this echo thing straightened out. I don't know what's going on with that, but it must be blog talk. You know, you ever notice how certain things you talk about and you have problems on your show and then certain things you don't talk, you, certain things you talk about, everything goes fine. I wonder what's really going on. <laughs> anyway, we about to get up out of here, man. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back on the air Friday the 27th. Um, I hope to, to see all you here. I think we're just going to make it open mic. So whatever you find you want to talk about, come on back. We got nothing but... Got nothing but love for you, okay? All right, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. Uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. Trust me. Trust me. Learn to laugh at yourself. Even if you're in a conversation, deep, deep conversation, and something funny come to you, just bust out laughing. I mean, you'd be surprised at the stress and the tension that it just relieves, you know. And, and sometimes you 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 um you make yourself a better conduit for the information that's being passed on. I'm just saying that's how it works for me sometimes. All right. So once again, thank y'all for coming by. Enjoy. We're gonna take y'all out of here with Michael Jackson, Black or White. Ain't that something? All right. See y'all all Friday, man. Y'all have a great week. I'm out. <laughs> Don't
I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. See, it's not about races, places, faces. Where your blood comes from is where your face is. I've seen the bright get color. I'm not gonna spend my life being a color. Would you agree with me when I saw you kicking dirt in my Black or white. I'm up in my baby. It don't matter if you're black or white. 